Hello and welcome to Two Guys in a Podcast with Ben and Colin. I'm Ben. And I'm Colin. Let's get this show on the road. Hello, Ben. How are you today, man? I am excellent, Colin. I, I'm revved up for this weekend, aren't you? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I saw everything that needed to happen for your Packers happened. And I went to the game this weekend. So was it everything it was, you hoped it'd be? Oh, so amazing. So amazing. I <laughs> uh, had a heck of a time. But uh, now all we got to do is win and we're in. That's it. Wow. So it's all up Sunday, to you guys Sunday now. night football at Lambeau. I'm almost convinced to go again, but I've got to work. And, uh, uh, you know, all my bosses three. cover your ears. I was thinking about calling in. No, I'm just joking. I was going to say, is your, uh, is your, throat, your, your throat sounds a little scratchy, I think. I think. Oh, yeah. Stuff. You got something, you def- got something in your... <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely coming down with something. <clears throat> but anyway, no, it's going to be Sunday night football. I'm working midnights this weekend, so we should finish and seal the deal, hopefully against the Detroit Lions, and we will be playoff bound. Oof. Now, is Detroit doing any good this year? I mean, are y'all? Oh yeah, they're doing very. Or? They're doing very well. Um, it is the Detroit Lions, but I don't want to underestimate them. You know. Uh, but they have they've done very well. They started out the season one and six, and they've turned it around to where they're eight and eight also. So they, you know, uh-huh. they win in that. You know, the thing with them is though, is the Seahawks play before us. Mm-hmm. So if the Seahawks win, Detroit's out. No matter if we win or lose. Oh, okay. So see, the only one really having like a hundred percent guarantee that we have something on the line is us. So that is, so, I mean, that is that is kind of nice though that now your all's fate is sore solely in your all's hands. That's you know that's, that's right. Yes. So that's cool. You don't have to worry about other teams winning and losing and all that stuff. Whether the Packers win, they move on. If they don't, then they're done. I guess right. That is correct. Oof, we are. That's exciting. What what time's the game on Sunday? 715, 720, something like that. Whatever Sunday night football time comes on. I guess I'll I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. I'll be on pins and needles the whole time. (laughs) Well, I won't text you or nothing either. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Most people know not to. Uh, I watch, you know, I watch the game in complete solitude, nobody around, nothing. And uh, it's just the way that I, I do it. I can't. I can't listen to people that don't watch football on a normal basis be like, oh, that, that was a good pass, you know, or he, he should have caught that one. I just, I get so, <laughs> I get so aggravated by people that aren't real, like hardcore fans. So, yeah. what, uh, man, what's your take on the whole Damar, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the Hamlin. guy that collapsed, Hamlin. That's, yeah, I almost yeah, say Hamilton. Um, it's pretty scary, man. I mean, uh, super if you watch, scary. You know, they're telling people don't, out of respect, don't go watch the hit. You know, yeah. But but from a medical standpoint, you know, I have a buddy who's uh in the ER at Lourdes, and um, and he was like, man, if if this is the case, then this is it. And he was sending me all the medical definitions of what happened to him, and it's like a less than thirty cases a year type deal. You know, wow. Um, well, like, like I saw a, a news report that said something like if if you get hit at right just like one exact point, it just completely interrupts your your neurological synapses and doesn't tell your heart to beat, and that's pretty much well, what happened. Th- to and him, that right? and his heart was trying to take a beat. I get, I'm assuming, but man, if you watch the hit, and again, we're not encouraging people to go watch it, but if you saw it or have seen it. He plows him right in the chest. I mean, like it, really? there's no que- there's no question. And then he stands up 
and just like everybody, you know, that, that loses their balance or gets dizzy or something, mm-hmm. he stood up and then he just collapsed. And Ugh. at first you were like, oh, well, he's concussed. But, uh, no, I, my buddy, uh, my buddy, Corey, uh, Corey was there from Louisville. He, he goes up to Cincinnati and goes to all the games, all the home games. And I know that he was probably devastated because he's a Bengals fan, but it was a Bills player, but he still didn't get sure. to watch the rest of the game. And I know it's not the important thing. Obviously, I'm not Skip Bayless or nothing. You know, have you heard all about that? Like how you try to oh, tweet? Oh yeah, the, yeah. So anyway, but no. I mean, everybody's concerned about that guy. It's awful, um, and it just shows you how real um, it could be. You know, they're not just out mm-hmm. there playing tag, which that they're not supposed to be. Either. They're supposed to be hitting each other. It's just a freak, freak thing that happened. I mean, well, I kind of worry. I mean, I, wor- I worry it's gonna, it is gonna turn into the, and this is just. This, super shallow i know the no fun fan, way, you yeah, know yeah. well yeah just it's it's just gonna you can't touch anybody it's it is gonna turn into flag football you know well i think you're gonna see a lot of people freak out about it that maybe have some slight conditions i think you'll probably see some early retirements from people now m- more frequent mm-hmm. you do you you see them every now and then where you're like oh well, he's only 30 why is he retiring but they're worried about their mental health and the future sure. and stuff. So like, well, cause a lot of I them, think, a lot of them that get a lot of concussions end up like beating their wives and stuff. And that, I mean, that's a thing, right? Well, uh, Am I, making I, think that up? I think you're talking about more like the steroid abuse. Um, oh, is that the steroid? Not, okay. Well, I that was, I thought that was like linked to concussions or something. They ended up well, saying, it may be, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor by any means. It may be, uh, but I know of like, you know, the part my, words here but like you know the meathead mentality of like a wrestler and stuff is like i've got to get bigger got to get bigger for the wrestling and uh gotcha you know chris benoit is the classic story where they they associate it with steroid use nobody's nobody's proven that but he was very very jacked for as little as he was and like Mm -hmm. i mean veins ripping out you know acne on the back all that kind of stuff the typical signs of steroid use and he ended up uh, choking his wife to death, killing his son, and then hanging himself in the basement. You know, um, yeah, that's wild. What else wild. can you? What else can you credit for it? You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. you don't. I, I don't know anyway. But I'm yeah, just going to the gym. So the moral of the story is just don't go to the gym. So yeah, yeah I, eat, I, I eat, eat another Twinkie. What's it gonna go. hurt? You know, we're all <laughs> play headed, some play some more Xbox. Yeah, we're all headed to the same place. You know, so. <laughs> But yeah, that, uh, that, that, that football thing was a freak thing. It's awful, and we're praying. For, everybody in the world's praying for him, you know, and everything. I thought it was pretty cool too, that people are uh, being pretty openly Christian about it, and that's pretty awesome. You know, yeah. uh, ESPN is like they had a guy on there that openly like prayed on TV, and that was pretty oh, wow. dang cool because you just don't see that nowadays. Everybody's kind of afraid. You know, Chris Pratt just got chastised for it at Disney World mm-hmm. uh, or Disneyland, wherever it was. But, uh, you know, he was just doing a simple Christmas story type religious speech and Hollywood roasted him for it. And I don't I mean, I don't I hate to do this, but Disney, you know, is is kind of turning into that that company that that, you know, has to be all inclusive and kind of uh, I mean, they're almost getting to where they reject the. I don't know. I, I kind of want to say Andy Griffith type, I guess, you know, because well, they're. I guess you know, by your turn, you're, you're old school, kind of, and I am too. I'm very old school, but like what you're kind of referring to, I believe, and and just a just a common term would be the the old classic family image, right? Like right. That, that's right. You know, you're you're referring to, you know, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, old kids. school stuff. Yeah, you know, and yes, Disney has always been that way, and 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 
I'm not faulting them for that, but what I do fault them for is, and this goes for any topic whatsoever, any topic whatsoever. Don't shove it down my throat. Don't force me yeah. to not have an option. Right. Don't, you know, give me an option to turn it off or watch another show or a movie and not have to, I mean, if my thing is not watching a husband and wife, then that's my thing. You know, like just sure. have me another, have me another option. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like, I, that's all I mean. And I have nothing against, you know, being all inclusive, but there's a point where you're invading on other people's rights as well. You know? Oh, yeah. So I, yeah, did you, right. uh, Disney, Disney's got a slippery slope. They're going down. Did you, uh, well, I'm, I'm hoping maybe now with JPEG gone, maybe that'll, you know, like the parks, they've a lot of people have been complaining that the parks are getting into disrepair, you know, like chipped paint here and there, scuff marks on some of the stuff, just stuff that didn't aren't exist. They be, aren't they being a little too picky on that, though, honestly? For Disney, I, for, for well, for Disney, I'm not sure there is a too picky. So, so you know, they've you're, always you're been telling a cut me, above. but you're but you're telling me you're going to look at a small world boat in front of you and go, oh, there's chips on that paint. Look at the mold on that boat. Well, I mean, like, like the picture, the picture, yeah, the picture that circulated of the of the small world boat that was probably a little much. But I did notice, like, when you know you're in a queue and there's like a pillar or something, and there is, you know, very clearly paint chipped. That's you know that takes away from okay. it a little bit. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So if you're you talking know. about like a robot not working correctly, like an animatronic. Well, not that too. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I totally too. agree. With, I, I totally agree with you there. But if you were just talking about some chip paints or some mold on a boat that sits in water twenty four seven seven hundred, you know, or whatever, or yeah. three hundred sixty five days a year. I mean, come on. You know, like I, I, I can't go that far. But I can say that they do need to have times of downtime where they do refurbishments. And that's what they try oh, yeah. to do, like like coming up, which I think it's kind of funny. I'm sure you keep up with it, too. But their uh, rock and roller coaster is fixing to go down in January, I think it is. And it's going to be down till the summer. Yeah. And what's convenient? What's conveniently going on right now with Aerosmith? I, you know, honestly, I don't have any idea what is going on. Okay. With Aerosmith. He's being accused of sexual assault. Oh, I hadn't heard that. <laughs> mm. From the 70s, though. That's what the... the, the and again, I'm not a promoter of sexual assault by any means whatsoever, dude. Do not take this the wrong way. But there has to be a statute of limitations. I mean, on you when would you think could, so. My Lord. I mean, it's just you're opening up Pandora's box for like people that just were groupies mm -hmm. to now accuse somebody of rape or sexual harassment or whatever. And that was on their end. Like they were the ones going Pick me, pick me. I want to go yeah. backstage. You know, yeah. It's a different time. It's a different yeah. time. We're digging up, we're digging up skeletons of people's closets that are just way beyond dead. Well, I mean, which I've, I've always wondered though about like stuff like that, like stuff that happens 40, 50 plus years ago. How do you ever prove, you know, that it wasn't consensual or how do you ever prove that even anything even happened? You know what well, I'm saying? I mean, like in Bill Cosby's case, they didn't, did they? I mean, he I got away even, with he got away with the multiple accounts. Of, I mean, I know he served some time or whatever for a few, but like yeah. there were like hundreds that came out. And at some point, you have to go: Is this the Me Too movement? Like where you're like, oh, I can get something out of this. I can get five minutes of fame. I can get five thousand dollars, whatever. I mean, like it doesn't matter. There's a lot just, of times well, I feel like that's kind of what it's about. You know, it's like, oh, of course it know. is. But what what bothers me more than anything, no matter what the case is involving is that you're now guilty until proven innocent. If it's yeah. an accusation from a woman, and I'm sorry, but it's true. Like the the man has the burden of proof to be like, what do I do? I, I mean, I didn't do anything. 
And yeah. Unless you, you know, like that. And, and like we talked about a long time ago, like Albert Pujols and stuff, like he makes it a purpose to like not get on an elevator with like other people. You know, he's like, right. nope, you know, I don't want anybody to say I was in an elevator with this woman. You right. know, like my, my bodyguards were there, security was there, whatever. Nobody can say that I did anything to her, you know, that kind of thing. Which oh, yeah. is, that's, that's way overboard, you know. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> I, I mean, mean, but anymore, is it? Right. You know, I mean, my gosh, right. it is. It's scary, which which going going back to Disney. Um, did you watch any of like uh, Neil Patrick Harris or Josh Gad's uh, reading? You know, because I read the Christmas story and stuff, you know, throughout the Christmas. That season. was the same thing Chris Pratt did, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, well, what's funny is uh, Josh Gad, um, one of the jokes he made, I thought was pretty funny. He said um, they, they played some song, the chorus, uh, the choir sang it. And he said, uh, yeah, he said that. He said that song for some reason always makes me think of those chickens or hens or whatever they were jumping around on Splash Mountain, you know. And he said, I, I don't. I, I, he said, I guess they're chickens. He said, I said, doesn't matter. They're all going to be frogs soon anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of a yeah. funny statement. I mean, it's. I mean, as sad uh, as it is, but uh, yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was pretty funny that he that he made that joke. Um, What's funny to me is. I'm not even upset about uh, the Aerosmith thing going on. As far as like, if they if they were to change Aerosmith to another band, I would. Really I keep care. hearing Queen. I keep hearing Queen is what I keep hearing. You know what I thought would be a good one? Hmm. Metallica. That'd be a pretty yeah. dang good. Because think about it. Right before it takes off, it's like you hear the bell the bell tolling, and it's like, you know, and then all of a sudden, I mean, they're clean. Metallica too. I was gonna say, are they too hard though for you know? Dude, how sexual is Aerosmith? I mean, well, come I mean, on, right. Lord. I mean, it is very. They are very sexual. Yeah, and and dirty. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like the songs "Love in an Elevator" and they're, they're saying they "Love in a Roller Coaster." Yes. Well, yeah, they play it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because because you don't really hear those lyrics, I guess as much on the ride itself um except for the part where it goes going down i mean come on you know (laughs) you're you're reaching here but uh queen could be like you know fat bottom girls and stuff they've got a bunch of they got some dirty lyrics too but i'd be okay i'd be okay with queen i would just i'd rather it be a little bit more like uh obviously like a rock but yeah like more heavy you know yeah aerosmith's pretty heavy i mean to this date, I feel I still think it's the loudest concert I've ever been to, and I've really? seen hundreds of concerts, and they're the loudest concert I've seen them twice, and both times I felt like my ears were bleeding. I, I just so so loud, but yeah, um, but like in the best way though, right? I mean, oh sure, no, no complaints you know, this... about the yeah. Like I just remember being in Vegas. We saw them in Vegas when they were doing their residency there, and then mm-hmm. we saw them in Evansville, Indiana at this like the little small like i think it used to be called robert ford stadium or whatever and maybe maybe ten thousand people i don't know but mm-hmm. yeah it was super super loud man it was so loud but awesome at the same time oh cool yeah i, I, I bet that was a good show i bet it was um i'm super me... oh, go ahead no you go ahead you're super no, well no, no no go ahead well, no, I was going to say I. Uh, this is kind of a of a downer subject. So if you want, if you got something else to say, that's no, I don't. <laughs> well, I buried my grandmother yesterday. My last remaining oh my grandparents. Gosh. I told Jeez. you, I told you. But no, my question was, my question to you was like, when you go to a funeral or something like that, and it's your family member, like a grandparent or you know, aunt, uncle, whatever. Do you get up in front of people and say anything? Like if the if the no. efficient, you know. 
I did yesterday. I was kind of proud of myself. I just told, you know, he, he kind of opened the floor to some, you know, people that might have memories or something of, of, of grandma and, and, uh, and I got up there and, you know, and said some stuff and I was really glad I did. I just, I didn't know if that was something you do or, or I, um, Hmm. For, for as emotionless as I am about so many things, I'm extremely emotional about like uh, losing relatives or just family. Sure. Um, so no, I could not get up there. I've been pallbearer at every one of my grandparents since I've been an adult. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's hard enough because you're the last one in the room with them, you know, and everything. And oh yeah. Um, but getting up and saying something, my gosh, man, I, I just, I, I probably couldn't do it. I just, uh, I know you, See, su- surprisingly, you are the one that are let, that you are far less emotional than I am when it comes to I stuff am, like that. And, well, and that, uh, that is what I was about to say. That is another thing that's funny about how we're opposite is, um, you know, like I, what you do too, though, some it, to some degree, but like I get moved by, I mean, hell, the ending of Coco makes me cry every time. You no, know what dude, I'm saying? Yeah. Like a baby. But, but what but does like, that involve, though? What does that involve? Well, family. family. Yeah. Right? But, okay, but, so. but, it is, but it is weird, though, because the loss of a loved one doesn't usually just make me sob, you know? And, 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 and I, but I did, I got up here in front of everybody and I was telling, you know, memories and stuff. And I did never cry, but I was a whole lot shakier than I expected myself to be, hmm. you know? So, I mean, there was some emotion kind of trying to get out i kept a lid on it i think for the most part but but you know i was a lot shakier than i can and i don't i don't know why i don't know why that is um i guess we're all just kind of hit by different things you know certain things get us certain things don't and yeah it it is very odd i mean like would you consider that i see because i was gonna say like every funeral i've ever been to is is i was gonna say i was gonna start by saying is more traditional just has a preacher up there and tells some stories read some scripture and that's it but then I'm starting to think like maybe the old school way is actually what you're talking about where people actually tell like, oh, but I guess that's almost like awake, right? Like you kind of. Well, see, ours was, ours was just graveside. We didn't have anything at the funeral home, oh, Okay, but, but uh, the, the pastor that we usually get to officiate um, our, our family stuff, he, uh, he's a pastor at a local church or a small church here over here in Metropolis. And he's real, he's great. And um and he, I think that's kind of a tradition of his is he kind of opens it up. Well, now, you know, if the preacher and, did that, I mean, I, yeah. I would I, I totally get it. I'm, I'm talking about like where they're like, anybody got anything to say about uh, G-Mall, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then you're kind of like, it's, you know, the room's uncomfortable. And then you're just like, oh, gosh, what do, do I, you know, <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it's funny that you say that because like we were just at my mom and dad's house and. You know, uh, I can't remember what I, something got brought up about my dad crying or whatever. And I was like, I've never seen him cry. Never, you know, really? and uh, he goes, oh, I've cried a bunch, you know, and he said, I've cried when I put two dogs to sleep and I cried when my mom died, my dad died. And I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't sitting next to him. See, that's the thing is I was a pallbearer. So I sat over. Like, oh, yes, yeah, so he didn't see it. Yeah. So I didn't see it. Not that I needed to see it or anything. It's just that there's something I just haven't seen, you know? Well, and, it's, uh, it's, you know, when you're growing up, your dad, your dad is always like, to me anyway, is just the strongest guy, you know, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he's Superman. Sure. You know, and so, or, yeah, or Batman, think, or Batman. <laughs> right, of course, you know, so, I mean, so I think, I think seeing something like that um, would, would uh, just for lack of a better term, kind of humanize him, oh, I guess yeah. a little more like, uh, I know um, my dad naturally got pretty upset yesterday this during is, the this, funeral. This was his mother. 
Yeah, it was his dad or his his well, mom. Of course, I mean, and uh, you know, and I, as I say, who can blame him? You know, I mean, I'm no. I'm a, probably going to be a wreck. You know, when when my folks go, I mean, I surely will be. But um, you know, but it, it does it does kind of it does kind of show you that that you know he is while still being that larger than life superhero to you, he does have that kind of human side for you. You know, sure. That you know sure. he's 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 human too, you know, and he does cry, which that's one thing I I don't know. I've always been, and, and this is this is just I don't know. This is just who I am. I've always been kind of hard to get to crying like in front of people. I don't cry in really? front of people. Yeah, I uh, I mean like um, I think the there's only like a handful of times I can think of like see I feel like we're so it, it's so funny that we're so opposite in this way because like I cry at uh just the the funniest things like uh, like okay I'll tell a story on myself just like a few months ago we had a guy retire from the plant and I did not think it would break me at all I did not think nothing of it I just I, and I'd only spent four years with this man not even it was my whole life or anything you know. And he was 62 years old and he was retiring and he was telling us his story about how what he hired in. He was a reckless guy, you know, and he found God and found, you know, became a Christian guy and lived his life the best he could and tried to promote it to other people too, spread the word and all that, you know. And as he's sitting there, he kind of gets a little choked up. And I'm like, uh oh, this guy's getting, you know, this guy's <laughs> getting worked up, you know. And I'm starting to feel my eyes get a little itchy, you know. I'm like, uh oh, yeah. this is this is reaching me. This is getting to me. And I told him, I said, well, let me give you a ride. You know, we'll go find our foreman because he was he was going to leave early. You know, he, he just come up here to tell us bye. And he was like, hey, it was a pleasure working with all y'all. And uh, I were in the golf cart. And I told him, I said, man, you meant a lot to me. I appreciate all of our talks and everything. I mean, I'm, I'm getting a little bit like misty out right now. <laughs> but but I'm telling you, like, it's just those sentimental things is what sure. gets me. Like, I, you could tell me so-and-so sick. You can tell me this and that. And I'll be like, oh, that's a shame. But then when it when I sit down and reflect on it or when I think about it, that's when it starts to kind of hit me. You know, like I I will be, you know, uh, I'll be completely fine, and the next minute I'm like flood works. You know, it just it, it could happen well, to me. And um, and I mean maybe maybe that's how I kind of defend myself against the crying thing is I just keep myself super busy because I know like especially like when COVID first hit, it was actually just right before the planet shut down. April got uh a real bad cough and, and got to where she, she couldn't go from the couch to the kitchen without getting out of breath. So she still to this day is convinced that she had it. This is probably the March. I think it shut down in May. And so this is the March right before that. And so, you know, we took her to the ER. Of course they wouldn't let me in with her because, you know, and, and, and she took, I think she had had three negative tests, but I mean, it was, it was, you know, I mean, cause I, sure. I ended up taking, I ended up taking her x-ray and, and it had that ground glass, you know, that was, that was pretty, you know, and, um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, she ended up being, uh, admitted. And so of course, you know, I tried to take her some stuff. They're like, no, you can't have any blankets or anything from outside or any, I couldn't take her any food. I, I never saw her. I had to drop it off at the front door and they took it to her. And I know I was, we quarantined the boys at mom and dad's house. So I was here at the house by myself completely for, I think she was ended up being in the hospital for two or three nights. And like, I just, I remember, I mean, I just remember thinking, I just, I, I, I was plugged into my Xbox the entire time. And 
I just, you know, I just kept kind of kept thinking to myself, you know, when I'd go to sleep at night, like for all I know, they could intubate her tonight. And I just wouldn't, I wouldn't know, you know? And so, but as soon as those kind of thoughts started pervading my mind, I'd just log back into, you know, destiny, call of duty, whatever I could to take my, my mind off of it, you know, cause I would get upset if I, if I had time to slow down and think about it. I mean, in, in blunt terms, you avoid it. Yeah, what, I, mean, I guess. Yeah. And well, whether or I mean, not that's super, whether or not that's super be. healthy, whether or not that's super healthy, I can't tell you, but that's just how I deal with stuff, I guess, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man, because like, uh, like I said, I can sit here and talk about my grandmother right now and not shed a tear because I'm okay talking about the good times and all that. Sure. But like she recorded these books, she's got these, uh, books that she, it was, it's the, um, night before Christmas and she bought them at like Cracker Barrel and like recorded her voice reading to the boys. Like she got oh, one wow. for Jack and one for Luke. And that thing will make me just, well, yeah. shit. but I'm, I'm not like audibly going, you know, but I will just sit there and listen to that book and tears will just flow down my face. And I just, it just upsets me, you know, but it's also sure. happy though, that you get to hear her voice, but I don't, I don't know that there is any avoiding it for me. Like I just, I just kind of accept it and I'm not, uh, too embarrassed, I guess, you know, um, well, see, I don't even necessarily know but, if it's an embarrassed thing. Well, it's no, just, no, you know, well, no. The, I think the April thing, your, your wife thing was more like along the lines of, you just didn't want to accept the option of it. And right. so therefore you distracted yourself with, uh, you know, the video games and stuff. I mean, it's what you, that's what you needed to do at that time. Otherwise you'd be a mental case, you know? Oh Yeah. Uh, cause I mean like literally, you know, not to just sit there and constantly talk about it, but literally like they told my grandmother, they said, no, you, you're, you're negative on, on, a, on a Monday. I think it was on a Wednesday. They told her, Oh wait, you're positive. Mm-hmm. And then she was dead on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, like, you That'd know, like, be it, awful. Uh, yeah. And we had to, we, you know, we, we had to FaceTime her and tell mm-hmm. her goodbye. I mean, it was, it was so bad, man. It was so awful. And uh, well, that I mean, was, was, and that was, that was one thing that I was, that I was super thankful for with both my, my grandmother and, uh, my grandpa who died back, uh, not this November, but the last November. And, um, I did get to, I did get to say goodbye. I don't, they weren't, neither one of them were conscious for it, you know, cause their health had, had gone downhill so steeply, mm. but I did get to, you know, I did have that moment where like, I knew this was, you know last time I was going to see him. And so, I mean, I, you know, I'm thankful for that uh, because I would think like something, some, for example, like, you know, in your case, you know, there's that sudden, like, yeah, you know, you were fine a week ago, you know, I think that yep. would, would be a lot harder emotionally uh, to take. So I, so I am you, thankful. So you think, a, you think a long drawn out is easier to go with? Than I think, I think it's, I think it's easier on the people that they leave behind. Um, it's obviously not easier on them. You know, because I mean, you know, if your health is failing, you know, that's not good for anybody. Um, but, but I mean, you know, just seeing, seeing grandma the way she was, especially at the end, cause she was at a nursing home and, you know, and she wasn't, she wasn't responding to us as much anymore. And she couldn't get up of course. And, you know, just wasn't, she just wasn't herself, you know? And so it, it's, it's nursing comforting to me. Oh, I know not the way to go, man. They're I know. I mean, and, I know. Um, Oh gosh, I just—they are so scary to me, and that's where my yeah. great grandmother was. Uh, you know, when I was a little kid, and mm-hmm. I just remember like innocently going to visit, and just you know, you know those people that would just come out there and grab you, 
Like try <laughs> try to grab. It. Oh man, yeah, yeah. it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's okay. funny now, but like yeah. when you're when you're six seven years old, you're mm-hmm. like, and this kid's going, yeah. you know, like it's like the living or not the living dead or walking. Oh, I'll dead never, or whatever. I'll like, never, uh, I'll never, for, I'll never forget. I was, uh, I was probably, I was probably fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, maybe no, no, I was, I was in college. I guess I was probably you know nineteen twenty. And I went to go visit um, a buddy of mine's uncle who was in the nursing home with him. And yeah. uh, I, I remember walking walking down the hall. And uh, and this is really sad. But at the time, I was just like, dude, this is the scariest thing I've ever <laughs> This woman was sitting in a wheelchair in the middle of a room just going, mom, mommy. I, I, and I'm like, Ugh. Like, yes, dude. Ter- super sad, but super terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying. I don't. I mean, like, because then you're there talking to your grandmother or you know whoever you're visiting, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you'll just hear like, oh, like down, <laughs> down the hallway, and you're like, yeah, you're like, what the hell was that? And then your grandmother's like, ah, it's just Susie down there. She's so loud, you know. Like, well, she, I mean, she's yeah, it, you know, like, and I know, <laughs> I know, too. Uh, my grandma's they always had her her room door open and so like there'd be this woman that just wheelchairs around all the time and she she'd wheelchair in there behind you and like dad i know talked about he would visit grandma every once in a while grandma how you doing or mom how you doing and uh, this woman would answer his questions he'd be like oh i'm fine and it's like Ugh. oh my gosh you're like get out of here lady i'm trying to visit my mother <laughs> yeah it's rough dude i just but, I, I hope i i hope i I hope my kids say that they're going to, you know, they, they keep telling me they're going to be millionaires. So hopefully I'll be able to live with Good. them and, you know, I hope they are pay some, they'll pay somebody to change my diapers at their house instead of me being a nursing <laughs> home. That's too rough, but Hey, we're, this is a real downer. Can we, sorry. Uh, yeah. We can, we, we can up beat this. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Mean, with all due respect, with all due respect. Sorry no, of for course. your loss. Did you guys uh, do anything? Did y'all do anything for new year's? I was in green Bay. So, oh, that's right. You were you were there Sunday night. I, I don't know why I was thinking that was Saturday. I was there but, Saturday yeah. night too. So, what did Katie and the boys do? Uh, they went over to one of Jack's friends' house, and oh, well, they, that's fun. The, boy, the kids had a big party, you know, like that's the, fun. Uh, and then I was uh, parading around Green Bay Saturday night, getting all prepped up and ready for the big football game on Sunday. And then, man, they just. Woo, came out guns a blazing, boy. I mean, like just right off the bat, it was just beautiful. And I, I posted some pictures on or uh, some videos on TikTok. They have like 17,000 views so far. Oh, sweet. Uh, a, a couple of them. I don't know how that's even possible, but and like, you hashtagged my... you hashtag two guys in a podcast with Ben and Colin on every single one of them, <laughs> I'm sure. I, you gotta remind me to do that, man. I mean, like <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to I need to start doing that. Um, um we I'll tell you what, I'm gonna take just one minute to complain. Uh oh! Imagine that. Imagine that. Just one minute to complain is all I'm doing. Yeah, uh, if anybody can believe that. After this half hour of death talk, <laughs> well, so we're sitting there. I got off that night at eleven, so I came home and I was there, obviously in time for the, to watch the ball drop and everything. So it's about ten till midnight, and I start scanning. We cut our cable couple years ago so you know all we have is all these streaming services which some of them have live feeds blah blah blah. anyway so i find you know the live feed from new york nothing's happening there because that all happened an hour ago the only thing central time zone i can find okay is the nashville new year's eve party and i gotta watch this stupid music note drops not even a ball it's a stupid music note and they're all playing country music and it's just like 
just I am just so mad by how little anybody cares about the central time zone is my point. It's just like like well, I should I'm, not I should not be forced. At the very least, I should be able to watch a replay of the New York of the ball drop in New York. At the very least, I should be able to watch a replay of that. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, they might on regular TV, but for us streamers, dude, they this they they were still having people singing so you're not music. In, so just for clarity, you're not into Conway Twitty? No. Not into Conway. Not George not, Jones doesn't float your boat. George Jones, no, none of those guys. And and of course, you know, I'm just I'm not a big fan of of just country music in general. And 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 the fact, like I said, it was a music note, and it just just get out of town, dude. What is this? <laughs> what is this? Oh my gosh. Well, at least at least we're ending uh, the chit chat part of the show on a higher note. No pun intended. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna venture into a long discussion here coming up. Are you, have you taken your uh, Tylenol? Have you uh, got plenty of water in you? I mean, this is gonna be a long. <laughs> I, I have a feeling like this will be a marathon right here. Uh, I hope so. Are, I hope so. We are gonna discuss the Infinity Saga, and we are going to rank the movies that are not titled Avengers, so from worst to best. And we're going to go back and forth and we'll discuss what, you know, stuff we did. And then like, we'll try to save some for when you don't match mine or whatever. And then when you reveal your top five, we'll, we'll ridicule it, but it's just going to be me. <laughs> so I'll be attacking you and you'll just have to accept it. But oh, I think, uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll disappoint you too bad. I maybe a, a couple, gonna, maybe a couple. I was going to say, I have, I have a feeling that you're going to let a couple slip in there that I'm going to be like, Oh gosh. <laughs> so let's get ready. And prepare for our. Uh, there's 19. You got 19, right? 19 of them, buddy. Okay, so we're gonna start with number 19 and work our way down to number one, and then when we're done with that, we're gonna talk about the four Avengers movies. Ooh, all right. Well, here we go. Okay. Buckle up, kids. <laughs> all right. Okay. The definitive list of phases one through 19 of no well, phases not- phases one through three. The 19 right. movies are right. uh, that led up to the Infinity War, also known as the Infinity Saga. Um, man, oh boy. Long time in the making, man, these movies. Um, it's something I don't think any other studio will ever accomplish. I don't think I don't think uh, DC will come close. I don't think I don't think Marvel will ever bottle this lightning again. Um Oh man, it's just, and it was just all of it was so brilliantly done. And once you get, in my opinion, we're going to start at the bottom. And yes. I think once once you get three or four in, there's not a bad movie. Well, I mean, in even though opinion. you have a, even though you have a bottom, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that it's like a bad, bad movie. It's just that bad, but uh, it just means that uh, it's not your favorite. And it's, it's, it is there for that reason of you didn't like something about it. So uh, I think Marvel has done a job that DC can never do. And maybe James Gunn can blow us out of the water, but I don't see DC ever equaling, or like you just said yourself, I don't see Marvel topping what they've done. No. It's over, dude. It's over. I mean, like, are they going to have a jewel every now and then, a diamond in the rough? Sure, sure, absolutely. But um, they they, they will never top this, like this. Uh, well, there's yeah, there's to, so many, there's so many Endgame. iconic, there's so many iconic movie moments that we will just never feel again. 
I don't think. No. You know, and, I mean, and, I, and I think that's, I think it's kind of sad. Well, yeah, cinematically, yeah, it's sad, but yeah, I mean, cinematically speaking, yeah, yeah of course, you know, <laughs> you know, not, uh, not grandmother funeral sad, but no, you know, not, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, sorry, but, no, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway. Uh, so because we have a long journey, I will let you start with your number okay. 19, number 19. number 19. Now, again, we are leaving out Avengers assemble, whatever that's, I think it's called Avengers. Aven- no, it's just, just Avengers age of Ultron. Uh, it's not called Avengers Assemble. You sure? Just Avengers. Yeah, it's just Avengers. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Ninety five percent sure. Well, uh, you're, you're probably right. And Age of Ultron, Ultron, and then Endgame and Infinity War. So the four Avengers titles we're leaving out for the very end. We'll talk about that at the very end. Yep. But these are just going to be the standalone single stories from worst to best, or least liked to favorite. So from your worst number- to first. Your least favorite of the Infinity Saga is? I think you're going to agree with me on this. Captain Marvel. Holy crap, that is my number 19. (laughs) That is my number 19. Wow. No offense. No offense to Brie Larson. And no offense prop, to Brie Larson, a friend. Ooh. She's 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 a fine wine man. She's 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 hot, but her acting is oh, you know, like yeah. I mean, just her the choices that she chose as that character. Uh, I hate the story. I think the story <laughs> sucks. Uh, I think her powers suck because they're and, and I know you're gonna again here we go attacking you. They're very similar to Superman, and I just, just don't she's like it. Omni- omnipotent, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just. Uh, the whole thing just kind of gives me like a eh, like I just I just don't care if I ever see it again. I watched it. I think I've seen it twice, maybe three times, maybe. And I think I just, I've only seen it once. Well, you're you're sparing yourself because it's just. <laughs> well, again, I am decently informed about comic stories, like the storylines mm-hmm. in the comics. And correct me if I'm saying it wrong or something like that. But the scrolls, yeah, they are bad guys, right? I mean, they're bad guys in the comics. I mean, they end up. It, yeah, I think they they're going to end up being for sure. I mean, well, because you got the you got the Secret Invasion series coming out, and that's really, in all honesty, that's really the only reason anybody needs to watch Captain Marvel is because it does introduce the scroll. And but, yeah, you know, but, but you know the infi- you know the, uh, the the Infinity Stones that are that are in Captain Marvel. What, uh, it's so stupid. The Tesseract is in it. It's stupid, I couldn't have told man. you that. That's stupid. I don't even remember well, that. Well, to me, it screws the timeline up because if the Tesseract is with her in the nineties, how did uh, you know? How did uh, Loki end up getting it? Uh, it's just it's kind of a weird deal. Like it kind of makes for me, it makes some deeply explainable plot holes. Like it, mm-hmm. it's not that you can't. It's not that you can't eventually prove me wrong. It's just it's going to take you a long time to go. Oh no no wait the tesseract was here and then it was there and then it was and I'm like that's too long. It's it, it's too complicated. But well, I hate let's the never fight forget. scenes. The fight scenes are horrible. They're playing the music behind. Like oh god, it's just stupid. I, well, I let's not like forget that Nick Nick Fury's eye was taken out by a space cat. Yeah yeah, so and like not even like a tiger, like a kitty cat. And you know how like nobody's supposed to be able to wield the tesseract or whatever, like it burns a oh, hole yeah. and what you know, like mm-hmm. that cat eats it and throws it up at the end. Like you're just like, what? <laughs> like it's a classic example of, and I'll, I'm going to echo this throughout a lot of my bad picks. It, it it's a classic example of like too much humor. 
you know, there, there's really? a time for it. There's a time for it. And there's not. And like this movie had a lot of that stupid cat humor and like they try to throw some 90s stuff in there, which was kind of cool. But yet at the same time, stupid. Like, they kind of making me want to watch it again. Well, I mean, you might need to I'm, then. I'm just sorry to, to say. How stupid it is. Yeah. But that's my number 19 as well. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, we, okay. Yeah, that's okay. amazing. Let's, you might scare me here and choose your number 18 the same as me. We might, yeah, we might we might match up here too. You ready? Thor 2. Uh, oh, my gosh. That is my number 7 or 18. <laughs> that, what the crap, dude? <laughs> that is my number 18. Wow. I just kind of remember. I remember it being weird. I only saw it weird. one time. Me too. Didn't you Me and I too. go see it. I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did. And I remember. I remember whoever I was with, whether it was you or somebody else. I just remember like them being like <laughs> for all the Loki stuff. Um, I just, yeah, I mean, I'm not a Loki fan, dude. I'm just. I'm sick of him. I'm tired of his humor. I don't care what, for him. What's funny? Man, what's funny? Well, what's funny? And then they went back in time, you know, on uh, Endgame to Thor two. Yes. <laughs> And of course, none of the stuff I saw on Thor two looked f- from that scene looked familiar. I was just kind of like, "Yeah, it might as well happened." <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember the Infinity Gym Ether thing being inside Natalie Portman. I don't remember that. I don't remember any of it. I may have fallen asleep during that movie. I'm, I'm not so. I'm not so sure. I didn't. I, I just. I, uh I, I remember they were on like a ship uh, going through Tatooine. You know, I remember that. Like, <laughs> no, and like, you don't, don't remember that when he's, he's got Loki in handcuffs or something. I remember they're being like, on, on like on these skiffs. They were like on like Java's little skiff things that, you yeah, know, that's what I'm talking about. They're, they're, oh, okay. they're surfing through Tatooine. <laughs> but uh, Loki fakes his death for like the 18th time or whatever. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's yeah. just stupid, stupid movie. Like, the, the, like when the preview come out, came out sorry when the preview came out i was like this looks dark and you know hence the name dark world mm-hmm. and i was like this looks dark it looks cool i was like man this is gonna be a really good movie and then i go to see it and it's just <laughs> unwanted comedy too much loki i'm yeah, not a lot of again i'm not a loki fan yeah and the, like then the bad guys didn't amount to anything yeah and, uh, I mean, well it ended up being dark elves right when that is that where the dark world comes from? They were dark elves or yes, something like that. Yes, yes. Like, uh, okay, yeah. And I forgot his mom died in it. I did. I did. I, I couldn't. Well, now, I, now the one thing I did remember, and I always thought this was a really cool way to remember to to end the movie, was Loki posing as Odin, and you know, and everybody thinking that. Yeah. Loki was Odin. I thought that was kind of a neat way to end. It. They didn't really capitalize on it too much. But like, I thought that was really cool, but it was dumb. Like having Anthony Hopkins in that Odin sleep or whatever it's called. I thought that was stupid. Ah, just, yeah. I don't See, know. The whole, the, the whole problem with it is they don't explain enough. Like it just kind of yeah. throws you into it and you're just kind of like, what, huh? Odin sleep. Yeah. What the, you know, am I supposed to know mythology or something? Like, I don't even know what that means, you know? So anyway, yeah, that's, uh, man, this is, uh, I'm a little, cool, a little nervous here. This is kind of crazy. Simpatico here. Simpatico uh, here. All right. <laughs> If you say your number 17 is what I think it's gonna be it is, weird. Then... It's going to be weird. You ready? Yeah. It's, this is going to be different. This is going to be different. Iron Man 3. Oh, nope. Not mine. Oh, well, let me tell you why Iron Man 3. Go because ahead. so many reasons. Um, the, which we've talked about this on a previous show, but the Ben Kingsley uh, 
Swerve, uh, sort you know, red herring thing. That was really stupid because he was a perfect Mandarin. Should have stuck with him as Mandarin because he was great. Um, it's funny because I had kind of heard, I think it had kind of been spoiled for me that he was just an actor, you know, before I went and saw it. And I'm like, surely they're just kidding. Cause I mean, he really is a fantastic looking Mandarin. He looks, I mean, he's not, you know, obviously Asian, but as far as just the general idea of the Mandarin, I felt like he was really good. I like Ben Kingsley as an actor. Um, I was like, man, he's he's just he's too perfect not to be not to be the one. And then they made it to be Aaron Eckhart, just this regular white guy that has, you know, these lava powers. Um <laughs> and then, you know, and and then I could think it got cheesy with uh with Tony and Pepper at the end, where Pepper, you know, injects herself with the lava powers and she's a lava lady now. <laughs> I mean, and then of course the fact that he has all these suits. And then just destroys all of them just because his girlfriend told him to. I just oh, how do they explain her losing those powers? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think they. Don't think they do. I don't remember. Surely, surely she just kind of doesn't. She just kind of double over and she's all like, and then she's normal again. I mean, does that? Did they? I don't remember. Is that what happens, dude? I've seen. I've seen it like two times. I've seen it two times. I don't. It was a. It was a serum they were putting in them or something, right? Like I remember a, like her injecting herself. Injection. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember her injecting herself. But yeah, just just you do. You just you just sit there. Well, you just sit there. I will admit. I will admit. At the end, when of course you know he had Iron Patriot, that was a really cool looking suit. Um, and really, most of his suits looked really cool, and it was kind of cool how he was just like switching in and out of them, just you know, bam, 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 bam. That was really cool. Of course, then, like I said, he just self destructed all of them at the end, and I'm like, oh, okay, well that sucks. Um, but then in the very next movie, he's got like four or five of them on reserve, and I'm like, so what was the point of him destroying all of his suits if? <laughs> oh, and then the stupid kid, man, <laughs> the stupid kid, and then that kid was at his funeral. An end game, and I'm like, really? Like, did we like that kid enough to have him in the funeral scene? I didn't, but uh, so many weird decisions. A, I, I, well, I, again, I'll save my part for when I have that one in my list. But okay. um, my number seventeen is uh, uh, the world-renowned and beloved Black Panther. I oh. hate that movie. Um, yeah. I, and I think part of it is that rebellious Ben in me uh, that's like, well, if everybody loves it, then I'm going to hate it. But it's not necessarily even that either. Like, we'll talk about this later when each of us talk about Civil War, Captain America. But I had such high hopes for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And it felt like, and this is going to be taken out of context, I'm sure, but it felt like more of a, like an agenda for me. Um. It felt like more of like, uh, we're going to give guns to black people so we can get the power back. That kind of thing. That was the, that was the, the, what was his name? What was the bad Killmong- guy's name? Killmonger. 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 You know, I have no problem with him, like giving guns to people to do that. But like, he specifically was like, I'm going to give my people, you know, like their guns and we're going to take the land back and all that. Like, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is a little bit weird that this is the, the path that this all the man, the, black the movie, main the all black movies taking 
Yeah, the main uh, motivation for the... Yeah, like I just felt like it was like reverse racism, (laughs) if that makes sense. I mean, and then like the 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 awe and like awesome reviews and critics like applauding it. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like if that had been, I don't know, if it had been an all white movie that they would have been like, nah, just another Marvel movie. You know, but like because of how special it was to the public, they were like, it must be an Academy Award. And like, I dare you to find a lot of YouTube. I mean, I did some research on these picks, you know, like I was looking at stuff, other people's opinions and things just to see if Mm -hmm. I was way off. And most people have Black Panther in their top 10, dude. And I just cannot do that. It's just not a good movie. It's take aside all the crap I just said about it, but. Well, you could save your part for when you say wherever you have it in your list. But I mean, okay. I, I well, you know what I'm saying? I don't want us to run out of stuff to talk about, but sure. I, 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 I loved Black Panther and Civil War. And I'll repeat this again later on when I'm talking about Civil War, but I just didn't care. And there were cool moments of the film. Like I thought how they talk about or how they showed how you become the Black Panther, like the, uh-huh. the hero thought that was a cool process. You could challenge for leadership and stuff like that. That was a neat process. Mm-hmm. Or, or neat thing to show in the in the movie. I thought their technology was pretty cool. That vibranium is the the core of Wakanda, but I just didn't get all the the symbolism and stuff. It just it kind of passed right through me. I, I didn't care for it, you know. And they did another, which a lot of these movies are doing. I mean, but like they killed Killmonger, and yeah. I thought as much as I don't like Michael B. Jordan, I thought he was good in the movie. I mean, like it, he did a good job. Um, I haven't seen Wakanda forever and I probably won't until it comes out on streaming, but on the 20th, um, on the 20th. So you don't have much longer to wait. Oh, well, see, I probably won't rush to watch it on the 20th either, <laughs> you know, but anyway, uh, it would have been lower for me, but I hate Captain Marvel so much that <laughs> I couldn't put it below that. So that's um, my number 17. Uh, what is your number it. 16? Um, Let's see. And I, what did I say? I said Iron Man. Um, it's kind of a toss up between the next two. I'm going to go with the original Doctor Strange. Okay. I, I don't hate you it. Know, I don't hate it. Go you ahead. Know, it, um, it, don't get me wrong. It was, it was a perfectly entertaining movie. Um, just, and I really like Benedict Cumberbatch. So it made it really hard for me to put it this low in the list. But I just, <laughs> All this, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of like sorcery. I guess. Okay. Okay. Um. So you know. So like all that, and, and of course, then he did. He did redeem himself quite a bit in the Avengers movies. But again, we'll 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 touch on that. But um, again, there were some funny parts. It was a perfectly entertaining movie. Um, you're kind of starting to get into the part of my list where you know the movie was entertaining. It wasn't just a crap fest. Right, you know, but it, it, it Doctor Strange just wasn't my favorite. I'm not, I'm not super big into the into the sorcery stuff. I guess you know, and the Sorcerer Supreme and all that stuff. And I just, I don't know, it's just not my bag. Okay, I got you. I'll save my opinion for now. I have it. Okay. Uh, my number sixteen is The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Um, oh, okay. It wasn't good enough. It wasn't bad enough. It, it just kind of right in the middle. It, it, it was leaps and bounds better than Hulk. The Ang Lee Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, 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 that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Of the Ang Lee Hulk. I um, started with, it. I started uh, it one time. Guy's name? Uh, Eric Bana. Eric Bana. 
I uh, uh, I, got, I started it, I started it one time when I was uh when I was a long 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 time ago, and I got right about to the part where he changed, and I fell asleep, and I don't know I just I never went back to see it because everybody just went on about how terrible it was. Well, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, they give like a little bit of a you know he's 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 able to kind of control it a little bit better in this movie and there's there's a lot more story to it you know um the uh abomination is the bad guy along with thunderbolt ross is still sort of the bad guy as well you know he's kind of chasing after the hulk excuse me um i I, um i think the hulk looks pretty cool in this movie yeah Uh, I, i love that he uses some of his classic hulk moves you know like the the air thing that he does when he claps, the gamma uh, clap does, and the gamma the yeah. gamma cra- uh, crash oh, where he hits the you call, hits the ground real, call it that. yeah mm-hmm. yeah he hits the ground real hard and all that that's yeah that was cool and of course Liv Tyler's in it and she's smoking hot you know um, <laughs> but uh, it did it doesn't contribute one iota to the Avengers and the Infinity Saga true I don't I don't true. really know why they throw it in there honestly um. Besides the fact that he's like, you know, isolated when, when Avengers one starts, you know, um, yeah. I, I just it, it's it doesn't have a lot of appeal for the Infinity Saga. But as a standalone, I, 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 it's kind of weird that it's included, really. Don't you think? I mean, it, well, yeah, because it, it feels like a completely separate movie. But I mean, right. like it, it, when they do kind of make a joke about it on She-Hulk. Did you watch She-Hulk? I never finished it. I got about four episodes in and just quit. Well, because they kind of made a joke about it, where he said, "What was it?" Because uh, him and I've uh, been other people or something like that. It's like he's like he's like, "Oh, that was a completely different person back then." Yeah, so, that was kind of yeah. funny. But I mean, the breaking the fourth wall thing again, going back to that is like, <laughs> I don't mind it in Deadpool. I fully expected it. I just didn't like it in She Hulk, and I know that she does that in the comics. Apparently, just didn't yeah. care for it. But anyway, uh, Incredible Hulk is my number. What is it? Sixteen. Okay. What do you um, got next? Iron Man 2 hey. is my next one. Um, just now, I mean, keep in mind, there was there was a lot to like about it. Because, um, like, I liked, like, the, uh, when, when what's his name, Hammer, when yeah. uh, Sam Rockwell's character uh, came out with all the drones and had one for each branch of the military and how they all looked a little bit different. I thought that was really cool. And then, of course, the whole fight scene with... Uh, Iron Man and War Machine blasting all of them. That was really neat. Um, of course, then the whole scene at the uh, Formula One race with Whiplash, that was pretty cool where you had the briefcase suit, you know, and all that. Um, I thought, you know, again, there was a lot of things to like about it. It just it just overall was not my favorite. Um, I think that that's weird that they kind of shoehorned that that was Peter Parker. Have you heard that, I guess? Uh-uh. No, go ahead and tell me about well, that. So, so, so there's a scene where they're at the World's Fair or whatever when they're showing off the robots and all that, and and uh, the robots you know, start to go haywire and start attacking people. And at one point, there's a kid dressed up, and he's got a, the, an Iron Man helmet on and one of the hands, and one of the robots is, like, about to blast him. And he holds his hand up, you know, like he's Iron Man. He's going to destroy this robot. And then the real Iron Man destroys the robot, supposedly. And this is, a, I guess, some that the directors or whoever has, has confirmed that was Peter Parker. Well, that's kind of cool. Know, What's wrong with that? Yeah. Well, I mean, why? <laughs> why does it? Why does it have to be well, Peter it's... Parker? You know, I just, I don't know. Oh, I thought that was kind of weird. I mean, 
whatever. But supposedly that's Peter Parker. But yeah, I mean, you know, they did some kind of neat stuff with that movie. But eh, overall, yeah, you know. Okay, my fifteen is Iron Man three. Okay, uh, you've already you already hit on it. Um, ben Kingsley it was like the I, I remember watching the trailer for the first time and just being like. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. we are fixing to see Iron Man in some kick ass stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. it's gonna get like uh big time uh intense and uh, you know and there are moments in the movie that are very uh very cool like um when uh when Ben Kingsley's doing those war videos and you think you think he is the uh yeah oh crap what am I trying to say Mandarin uh, the Mandarin. Mandarin gosh dang um, yeah, the Mandarin. And then they spoil all that. I, I think that was a huge miss, a bad swerve on that. I just really ruined it for me. Um, mm-hmm. I thought one of the most cool moments of the movie was when he was, like you said, jumping in and out of each suit, each mark, you know, yeah. mark, whatever. Uh, they all had different abilities and they were acting on their own as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was extremely stupid that he wanted to take the chess piece out. I thought it was extremely stupid. He destroyed oh, yeah. all the suits. I thought, I thought there was the, the one when uh, the Mandarin has his uh, whatever flunkies or whoever they are go attack his Malibu home. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, when he was when he was kind of switching the suit between him and Pepper and yep. yep. Um, yeah, that was uh, a neat scene. It had some really cool moments and all that. And what was the what what happened for him to come out of the hospital? Was it Rhodey that they attacked or something, or what happened? Because he, no, it was a uh, 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 um, Happy. Happy was in the hospital. Okay. And Tony comes out of the hospital, and all the media is there, and he's like, "You looking for me?" I, he goes, "I'm Iron Man." You looking for me? He's like, "My, I'm not hard to find." I gives his address, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh, man, this fixing to get crazy." <laughs> and uh, yeah, so like I, there was moments of that movie. Uh, like doesn't he doesn't he do like the no I'm I'm getting ahead of myself but I forgot uh, about them taking I forgot about them taking the thing out of his chest that that was such a stupid plot point because I mean it was still there in every sequential movie after or every subsequent movie after that well afterward it's removable because it's the nanotech you get what I'm saying and the other movies why Why? no no I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you I'm just saying like once Iron Man three happened it was it was I guess it was forever either he didn't have it. Or by Infinity War, it was a nanotech, right? He didn't have the nanotech yeah. before, correct? No, no, he okay, didn't. So, so between Iron Man three and Infinity War, it was just suits with you know a light in the center for some stupid reason. I got you know, I guess I get. Did they have the core or not? Yeah. Oh yeah. Every single every single Iron Man suit did because I mean, like they did. So, they they went okay. to the triangle on on the Mark three for um. Well, for Iron Man two, and then for Iron Man three, I think they went back to the circle ish look. Um, but I, but like you said, I mean, after Iron Man three, there was no point in even having it. It was just kind of a cool. It was just, it, I guess, it was just kind of an icon, iconic look for him. And well, and he did shoot his Unibeam out of it. I guess that's. Uh, oh, I know, I know what else I was gonna say that I liked about Iron Man three, and I, I know that you don't like it, but the, the the relationship that he has with that little boy. The reason I do like that was because he needed that at the moment because of the trauma or whatever you want to call it that he was going through from uh, Avengers when he went through the portal from New York to space. Right. He was extremely PTSD. And man, Robert Downey Jr. portrayed that so well. And like, you know, he's out there flying and the suit died or whatever happened. And he falls in the snow and the, the kid's house is the first house he comes upon. And even in the moment of like his kid saying like, my dad left for cigarettes or whatever it was like 10 years ago, he's like, 
he's like, I see why your dad left or something. You know, he made a joke <laughs> about him being, yeah. you know, being by himself. But anyway, and it was really cool. Like by the end of it, when he supplied his whole garage with all kinds of like a lab, basically, that was cool too. I know you're uh, shrugging and shaking your head and all that, but <laughs> I do like that part. I don't see why that kid was at his funeral and in, in game. I don't see that. That's I don't see the importance He didn't play a big there. enough part. He didn't play a big no, enough part to, I agree. to I, earn I, that I, spot. I, well, when everybody in the theater has to go, Who's that kid? Who's that kid? I mean, like that's a that's a. Fir- I'm like I'm wiping I'm wiping tears from my eyes. I'm like, who the hell is that? You know, like, and, and then you have to like look. You have to Google it when you're walking out of the theater, and you're like, oh, that was the kid from Iron Man Three. <laughs> Who cares? You know, like that. So, yeah. Which they said uh, they said after the fact that that was apparently like the hardest scene ever to fill or to film because all the actors had to be there. Well, you know they you lied know, and... to Tom Holland, right? Huh? They oh yeah they, they said told, who... they told him it was a wedding. That's right. And that's right. That's why he had, so he wouldn't he spoil it. Having... Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay, so that was my number fifteen. So you're up on number fourteen. All right. Um... All right. So uh, my number fourteen, um, least favorite or favorite. <laughs> was, uh... <laughs> Man, I'm gonna have to go with Black Panther. Um, okay, and and you know, and again, I I I'm a big fan of Chadwick Boseman. Um, oh, the dude's a great actor. Was a, think, he was a great actor. I think that's horrible. Yeah, him him dying and everything. Um, and again, with the movie itself, I was I was pretty well into it. Um, there were just a couple Killmonger lines, man, that I. <laughs> It really watered the whole thing down for me because, of course, Killmonger, like you you mentioned before when he was on your list, you said um, when he said something, I'm like, I'm giving I'm giving the guns to my people so they could stand up against, you know, you know, you knew he yeah. was like the white yeah. man, you know. And, oh, I mean, what else is he talking and, about? Yeah. And then uh, so that was irritating. Um, and then at the very end when he's dying and he's all like, bury me at sea. Where all of my brothers and sisters, so many of them died on the way to slavery, blah blah. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, okay, man. I mean, I, you know, and don't get me wrong, slavery was wrong. I'm not at all horrible. debating. It was horrible. I'm yeah. not at all no, debating yeah. that. It didn't just happen in America. We're not the only no. ones that, you know, but it didn't just happen to black people either. And yeah, and and I it just I don't know, man. I'm just all that, all that stuff, like that kind of stuff, really took me out of it. I thought Andy Circus. Um, was uh, it was a pretty good cameo for him, I guess. He didn't, he wasn't really in it a whole lot. Um, I'm not just an enormous Michael B. Jordan fan, really. Not me either. Me either. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't hate the guy, I liked him okay on Friday Night Lights. Um, and See, I, liked- I hated him on that show. I hated it. <laughs> I love Friday Night Lights, but I hated it when he comes along because they make it all about him. And I just well, that was bad. That was when the show kind of started losing its luster. I yes, thought. but you're right. But um, but anyway, but um, I uh, you know, I just I don't know. Uh, for me, Black Panther was good. It just wasn't just great. I guess. So it's um, you would agree that it's not worth the. The hype, lure, no. yeah, it's not worth all the hoopla that people make. No, because right, a lot of I mean, like, because people say like it defines a generation. I'm like, no, I mean, See, I think that's a fad thing to say. Like, that's like a well, it's so cool to like the Black Panther and to be yeah. so in, so into it. Like, yeah. why? Like, I don't, you know, like, tell yeah. me another reason. Tell me another reason that it's good, 
and I'll, I'll, I'll buy into it. Maybe. I mean, like, you know, or I'll accept it better, but I think it was just like you just said, it was so like moving that it was anyway, but which I mean, and don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for, um, I'm all for diversity and all that stuff. I don't want anybody thinking well, who's that not for, for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, yeah, like, but, but see this, this also though kind of extends to like the Emmys and the Academy Awards and the Golden Globes though, too, is like, you know, they're, they're just keep, they keep just bombarding them with, oh man, it's, it's just a bunch of white people. It's just a bunch of white people. And it's like, man, they should have black people up there. And I don't know. I, and maybe it's just because I am a white guy. I don't know. But I feel like I would want to be recognized for my skill instead of the color of my skin. I don't want to be up here just because I'm, you know, white. I want to be up here because I am literally the best white, black, yeah. yellow, purple, that's whatever. Fun. You know, I think that's well put right there. I think it's well said. I yeah, agree 100 percent with that. Um it, you want to be doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter if I'm a woman. It doesn't matter if I'm a woman. Doesn't matter if I'm a man. I'm up here because I am the best and that's right. and that's what and that's what i think that like all those award shows and all that stuff should be about but the problem is is they do they just get so pressured into having you know uh minority and and uh and black actors and actresses in there just because they're black or minority and and it's just it's i i feel like if nothing else it's kind of diluting the the uh the meaning of getting an award like that, you know, like did you I get it because you, you are? I mean, did you get it because you are the best, or did you get it because you're black? Same way, you know. And I, and again, I, I with Chadwick Boseman, good example. He got that posthumous, uh, I guess it was an Emmy for What If for recording Black Panther. And I mean, in all honesty, I watched that What If episode, and I don't think at any point I was like, that man deserves an Emmy. He deserves an Emmy. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, no, I, I, I totally understand. I don't think Heath Ledger would have been nominated for the Academy Award for Joker, and he's a white guy. Like, I don't, I don't. If he wouldn't have died, I don't think he would have gotten nominated. He died in January. The movie came out in June. And he wouldn't have gotten nominated. I don't think. I mean, it wasn't he phenomenal. Was, really, was it he awesome? Was, he was really good. Oh, who was he up against? Do you remember? Dude, when has it ever been a superhero role to be nominated well, for an Academy Award, dude? Come on. That's true. Yeah. I mean, like, You're not that, wrong. Yeah. It's That's insane. The only thing a, a superhero movie has ever been nominated for before is like sound editing and costume design. Yeah. Special like, effects, no, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. come on. Him dying had so much more to do with him getting nominated for that. And, I, and I, I'm telling you, he rivals Jack Nicholson as the greatest Joker of all time. I mean, he he probably is the greatest joker so far on film but still i don't see how it was academy award worthy because they'd never have done it before if other superhero movies had done it then why hasn't robert Downey jr won one for being iron man because he is the perfect iron man and he acted mm -hmm. i mean stellar in those and all those movies so yeah. anyway that that that's my point on that uh but well said on the uh you want to be the best actor not just yeah. because of the color of your skin or the or the amount yeah. of money you have or whatever you got uh my number 14 is ant-man and the wasp um okay. it wasn't good enough to break the top 10 and it wasn't bad enough to be in the bottom five um i really don't feel like there was much purpose to it uh um well Okay, so like, I mean, just the, the bad guy that we thought we were seeing in the movie turns out not to be the bad guy, and like it's just kind of like misleading and also very like 
the movie ends up being like, let's get Michelle Pfeiffer back from the quantum realm. Yeah. yeah. That's what it kind of ends up being. And like, you're just sort of confused. Like what, well, why, why did we start out with this? Like phasm, uh, you know, what, what do you call it? What, what ghost. was she doing? Like she, her name was ghost. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, like, ghost phase phasing, phasing, sorry, phasing. Yeah, like she would like when it started out, you were like, "Oh shoot, what mm-hmm. is this? Like, this is gonna be this is gonna be trouble for Ant Man." Again, kind of like Iron Man three, kind of like Thor: Dark World. You're like, you bought into it right when you saw the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get in the you get in the movie, and you're kind of just misled, and you're like, "Well, mm-hmm. well, I, like I think she was done like in the first hour of the movie, wasn't she? Like, it, it, first it's, you find yeah, out it's a girl, she, you know, and, and then she like, wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't a major. She's like player. actually sick because she's from the quantum, or she went to the quantum realm too much, or something, and yeah. now she's phasing, and this machine is being is, is helping her. You find out she's actually not a bad guy. She's actually trying to heal herself. I, yeah. I don't know, man. And the whole movie is about getting Michelle Pfeiffer back towards mm-hmm. the end. And, and then you're just like, uh, you know, and, and Scott <laughs> Lang's on like house arrest and everything. Yeah. My, I love Paul Rudd. Love Paul Rudd. He's perfect as Ant-Man. Or, well, let me mm-hmm. put it this way. He's perfect as Scott Lang. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred to have the Hank Pym of ant-man in our avengers saga um i think it would have been better to have like a hank pym a tony stark a doctor strange at bruce banner all those guys kind of well but let me ask you this would that have been too many chefs in the kitchen that's what i'm saying but that's the whole point see like in the comics again we're getting ahead of ourselves but in the comics hank pym creates ultron not bruce banner and right and tony stark and right. because they went the route of Scott Lang, we didn't get that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. You're right. I mean, I do. I, right. I see what you're saying too, that the too many chefs in the kitchen, I get that too. Cause you can't have too many brainiacs because when they right. get to, I, you know, we see that in the Avengers movies, but anyway, uh, I, I felt like Ant-Man, Ant-Man is a good one for comedy. Uh, cause it's got, uh, Paul Rudd in it and, you have to just accept it's going to be funny, you know, mm-hmm. but he does a great job. And the house arrest thing was stupid to me. You know, him and Hawkeye are under house arrest because of what was it? Uh, oh, um, oh, civil war because of civil war. Yeah, civil war. Yeah. So I, I just, that's stupid, man. Like, how can you put a superhero on house arrest? I don't know. Anyway, that's dumb. But I put that as my number 14 just because it just wasn't, uh, you know, wasn't that great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I'll tell you why I put it as my next one. Um, so yours is 13? Ant- yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, because it's just overall a very forgettable movie. I agree with you. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't remember a lot about it. I mean, like some things are kind of coming back as you mentioned them, like the house arrest thing and all that. But overall, I'm just kind of like, I don't remember <laughs> it. The neat you scenes that, that they do are like they shrink the cars and then make the cars big. That's neat. Yeah, that was neat. Yeah, yeah. And, and they got uh, like the darts now that can, or the things that can make stuff get big and small. Yes. So that was kind of, yeah. I mean, that was some pretty cool stuff. And, but eh, again, yeah. you know, is that, is that I, why you bought the ticket? No. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, let's I, face uh, it, you bought the ticket to see Evangeline Lily, but, um, oh, oh, yeah. You got that right. <laughs> well, we hadn't seen her since Lost, right? I mean, Lost was kind of the last. Big yeah. Thing have she you was seen her hair do for the Quantum Mania? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, short. Not, 
not crazy about it. It's a little bit well, oh, well, man. she, she, uh, I think she did that in real life. So they just went in with it for the movie too. And I just, ah, bad man. move. There's such a thing called a wig. You need to put that on. <laughs> She's so attractive and not with short hair. So uh, what's your, what's your next one since thir- uh, number 13 for me. Okay. This is going to hit a few people probably, but maybe not. Um, going with the original Thor at number 13. Okay. Um, okay. You talk about nothing happening. Not, a, I mean, there is no bad guy. There's no bad guy. Uh, um, the only thing he does is he fights his inner self to become honorable again, to so he can hold Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah, Mjolnir. Mjolnir yeah. Uh, he loses his hammer, so he's got to get faithful again, so he can hold the hammer. And then Loki sends that fire the shorter, down there. Yeah, the, the shorter shorter was, down there. Which, dude, now do you, I do remember being in the theater, and the first time he opened his face and shot that laser, dude, the volume was so loud in the theater. I was like, dude, I, like I almost had to cover my ears; it was so loud. Yeah, um, I remember. So that. he was re- he was really cool. He was really cool. He he wasn't the big big bad, but you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I think Thor actually deserves to be lower than that. Uh, it's not that good. Uh, it's yeah. our introdu- It's our introduction to Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I just, okay. I, I well, get it. Um, well, and I thought, I still, I still think it's a weird choice to, to, this is dumb, but bleach his eyebrows, man. It just looks <laughs> dumb. It just looks dumb. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, um, you can't sell me on Thor very much. I'm just kind of like, well, what cool happens? Well, um, he throws a coffee mug down. That was kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, you remember that? It's like, boy. Yeah, yeah. But again, I that's not why I bought more. the ticket. That's not why I bought the ticket. Yeah, uh, I don't mind staring at Natalie Portman for a while. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, just tell me why it's worth being better than number 13 on the list. I think it deserves to be yeah. worse. Honestly, I, I struggle with that one. I, I didn't really want to put it that high but i also didn't want to put it like captain marvel bad but right anyway i'm not a big uh the 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 original thor is not one of my favorites okay yeah i mean i get that um my next is um incredible hulk edward norton um i thought overall it was a very enjoyable movie i thought the stuff they did with it with like those sound cannons was pretty cool um the whole you know and then the college scene like where he fights him off yeah yeah and then I thought it was neat too when uh, when he was fighting Abomination at the end, and especially like the part where he rips off one of Abomination's like bones and then stabs it with. I was like, oh my gosh! Like it was pretty. It was just more brutal. And I think too, um, but that is the Hulk, though. You know, like that's what yeah. so, that that was what's oh, yeah. so cool about it. Um, yeah. Which now, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I kind of thought that the detail and stuff that they put into his skin, like special effects wise was probably more impressive than stuff we see like in the Professor Hulk and stuff like that. I'm not going to disagree with you. I think you're probably right. I think he's more defined. Yeah, it's just like a more like a grittier kind of more yep. realistic looking. Yeah, he, I don't know. He, I mean, yeah. No, you're you're onto something there. Uh I, I don't uh, I don't disagree with you at all on that. And of course now um, they changed Abomination too though in 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 the current She-Hulk. stuff like well in She-Hulk and then what he was in uh, Shang-Chi for a little bit he has his fins his you know his fish yeah, <laughs> fish more fin like, is yeah more like gills things. or whatever yeah and he's got those and so he looks kind of more cartoony kind of like you know Professor Hulk um but uh yeah I just I liked I liked the design of it I thought the whole idea of uh 
Edward Norton being uh, careless with his blood dropping into that that uh, soda, which was so gross. That is so gross. But um, and the Ben Stanley that drank it. Yeah, that was funny. And but I mean, you know, it, it had its merits. And and like you said, Liv Tyler was fine. I hate we're never going to see Ooh. her again. Mm. Um, but yeah, oh, I see her in my dreams. But, <laughs> but you know, anyway, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's good. I, Good comments there. I agree with you. Uh, it's not as bad as a lot of people make it out to be. Um, it's a Hulk movie, and there's a reason we haven't seen another standalone Hulk movie. Is because he can't, he can't carry one. Um, I know you don't agree, but it to me, there's certain characters that fall in that Superman category, and he's kind of one of those that like you love, you like him. You, you all the cool stuff he does is cool. But who's going to stop him realistically? I mean, like, who's going to stop him? You know, uh, so they said another Hulk, you know, abomination. And I, I mean, but, yeah, that's the, that's our only that's chance. But yeah, right. So, you know, unless we're going to go planet Hulk type stuff, um, I don't see it getting much better for the storyline wise to not have him in. You know, he just needs to be a side character. You know, like sure. that's just kind of that's kind of what he's made to be. He's built to be that. But uh, all right. My number 12 is Iron Man 2. Okay, And the reason I have it that high um, or low, whichever way you want to look at it, is um, I thought the ending is about the only thing that's like not really good about it. Um, it's got my absolute uh, favorite suit up when he is doing the uh, Grand Prix race. Mm-hmm. When he puts that briefcase and puts his fist oh, yeah. down in it and puts the suit on, mm-hmm. that is my favorite Iron Man uh, suit up. If, however you want to say whatever you how you want to word it, uh, that's my favorite of all the twenty movies or whatever there are. Um, I love that one the most. It's it's awesome. I thought Whip, Whiplash had a very cool potential. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't again, like I said in the end, he didn't live up to it. But I thought the story with his dad, the backstory with his dad, him trying to figure out the actual meaning of all the. You know the map that he had and all that. Like I, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought Samuel L. Jackson showing up and giving him that archival footage, mm-hmm. and like he's sitting there watching it, and he's like, you know, it's like a like a blooper almost. And he goes, "All right, Tony," you know, and you're just like, "What well, is he talking to?" You know, like Robert Downey Jr. Like, is he talking to me right now? Right. And he goes, "He goes the one thing I've always made right was you. You know, you're my greatest creation or whatever." And it's 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 pretty awesome. Like when he gets to witness that his father giving him praise, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I, I just, I, I like that whiplash and hammer both teamed up and mm-hmm. together they tried to make the same thing that Tony's been making, but they just can't perfect it because it was Tony's creation anyway, man, with, which, which kind of led to a pretty funny little montage of like the North Koreans trying yes, it. And all that. Yes. That was pretty funny. And I, like Tony's arrogance is at an all time high when he's mm-hmm. when he's in the Congress court, you know that that Senate courtroom, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, and he's like, oh, and he just like he hacks into the system and just shows all like you just said, they shows all the fails and stuff. Iron Man Two is not that bad. The ending is not good, but when you go back and you watch it again, you're like, you know what? It's got some pretty cool action scenes. It's got um, they start to tie in the roadie stuff a little more, and I'm not a big roadie yeah. fan. Yeah. Um, um, I like the Desmond Howard roadie better, honestly, but I know that they couldn't work Terrence it out. Howard. Terrence I'm Howard. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did I say? Desmond Howard? Desmond. Yeah, Desmond he, Howard. He was Howard. A punt re- well, Desmond Howard was a punt returner for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, but anyway, um, Terrence Howard, sorry. 
I mm-hmm. liked him a little better in the first Iron Man, but mm-hmm. uh, than than I do Don Cheadle. Not nothing against Don Cheadle. I love Don Cheadle, but um, I just don't. There's something about I liked the first Rhodey better. Um, but yeah, Iron Man two overall, I think doesn't get the credit it deserves. It it gets beat on pretty bad, but I will say it's not the greatest. It just needs a better. It needed a more climactic ending, you know. Um, but that World's Fair type battle at the end was cool sure. it's just it, it just didn't last very long you know like and he just kinda, well it just seemed like the drones were fragile you're right but you know which is it's a stormtrooper right? stormtrooper syndrome yeah it's because there's so many of them stormtrooper syndrome you know you just well, well, but you hit a stormtrooper in the you know yeah, in the arm and he's dead though well yeah. you're right you're right yeah so you didn't so you didn't what about the transformation when he put his suit on i don't remember which movie it was now when he just like they were him and happy were in the plane and he just pushed that button and it like went around his finger and, you know, and it like put it on him and he just dropped out of the back of the plane. He didn't, you didn't that's like a, that one. I'm pretty sure it, that's that, civil that's, war. I think it's civil war. No, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying the like to that time, which Iron Man one and two were the first two movies we had. True. When he, there's just something about that briefcase, man. It was just so cool. And the Putting his arms in there cool. and then he just, the, and he just slams cool the briefcase looking. into his. Yeah. Yes. But well, it's kind of a silver looked, centurion almost. Yes, look to it. It, it had a little red in it, but it was just a really cool, whatever mm-hmm. mark that was. Uh, it was really neat, and I liked that. That's my favorite one. I'll tell you my second favorite one in here in a little bit. But um, uh, what is your number eleven? Um, I went with Thor, the first one. Okay. Um, okay. And really, just mirroring all the things you did. Uh, not a whole lot uh, really happened. It was just kind of an introduction origin movie for him. Um, I thought like they could have squeezed that into just the Avengers movie. Could don't you? Well, no, don't you, well the like thing almost, the, the thing about the thing about especially like Thor one and two, I, I feel like it's almost kind of like the first season of a TV show. It okay. hasn't uh, it hasn't a hundred percent found who it's going to be, you know. And so you know, which I mean, and I'm not going to jump ahead, but but they eventually found who they're going to be. Sure. Um, I mean, that, and perfect, and so you he, know, he perfected Thor. Yeah, but. I agree. But not by the first one, you know, right. like the, the, no, you know, and you can even see how he changes his look a little bit, you know? Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. anyway, all right. What's your, what's your next one? My number 11 is Ant-Man. The first one. Okay. Um, it didn't, again, didn't quite break the top 10, but I found it funny. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was interesting to see Ant-Man finally. Um, I remember it hit my kids at a perfect time where like Thomas, the train, you know, blowing up and being big and all that. And that was really cool for them <laughs> yeah, to watch. Yeah. Um, I thought the bad guy, uh, uh, was, was good. Uh, what was yeah. it? The, uh, he wants to say Hornet, he wants to say Hornet, but that doesn't sound right. Um, uh, uh, yellow jacket, yellow jacket. You're right. Yellow jacket. Um, that was a cool concept to have him, he, you know, him be the bad guy and how yeah. he got his own suit made from mm-hmm. the technology he stole from Pim. And, you know, there's some, obviously some flaws in the movie, but um, I thought it was neat that he, they, they, they tied in Hank Pym and Scott Lang together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it just, it was fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot to say about it, but um, it wasn't bad by any means. I, I, I was expecting more from Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I didn't get it. Right. So that's why, that's why Ant-Man is higher than that one. But it's that. my it's my number eleven. That's about all I got to say about that. Okay. Um. And so now again, just let me reiterate. Now we're kind of starting to get into none of these are bad. 
None of them. Sure, sure. From here on out, from here on out, every single one of them is. We're breaking is, the top ten now, right? Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, I guess this is top ten. Uh, yeah. So my tenth favorite Marvel film, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, okay. Just you know, don't get me wrong. Again, it was fantastic. It kind of doubled down on a lot of the stuff from the original. Um, I like Kurt Russell. I thought he was. I thought he was really good. And then, of course, the whole you know, when when you when I put that cancer in your mom, like that was a huge revelation. Um, the fact that he was you know a living planet was kind of weird, but I guess that's from the the you know comic books. Um, I hate how at the end he. Uh, Star Lord is like a god, but then never mind, you know, just kidding. <laughs> you know, it was, I mean, they couldn't make him god tier forever, right? You know, but um, so I kind of hate that it took his powers away from him, but um, just overall, just really good, you know, really good stuff. It just doubled down on on what made the first one great, and I thought it was, I thought it was good. Okay, I'll uh, I'll I'll go to my number 10 because Guardians is my number nine. Okay, and we'll talk, well, Guardians 2, I'm sorry. We'll talk about, I'll talk about my response to that. But number 10 is Dr. Strange for me. Oh, okay. Um, I know you had it a lot higher, yeah, a lot I guess lower. you could say. L- lower or higher? I, I, which one? Yeah, you I don't know. At? Sure. Well, you know, anyway, I, yeah. you, had it, you had it lower on your favorites, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I have it at number 10 is because I thought it was uh, pretty revolutionary as far as graphics and stuff and like just like crazy visuals yeah um i'm also not very much into the sorcery stuff but um i thought it was a neat world to start looking into as far as the marvel universe um Mm -hmm. we we haven't uh, dr strange plays a humongous part as we know with x-men and with the avengers and so he's got a lot left to do in the mcu and um uh, well, no, we're not. We're only talking about the Infinity War, or I'm sorry, the Infinity Saga right now. But I obviously have stressed to you that I'm not a big fan of the new Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't like the path that they're going down. But this first one was kind of like Ant Man. I can't pick it apart too bad because I didn't know what to expect. Um, the Dormammu part I had seen before because they have it on Spider Man cartoon. Um, oh, Strange. oh, that's too bad. Uh, I didn't. I, well, didn't, I, I hadn't. Seen, I hadn't seen that exact part, obviously. But, well, but you knew kind of what was coming or whatever. Sure, I knew. I knew who Dormammu was. Um, yeah, see, I, I had no idea. You know. Oh, really? Did you not watch the Spider Man show in the nineties? I, I did. I did. It kind of caught me. I was a little bit, you know, younger, and so okay. And that, and that was a little. It was kind of a, an adult, not an adult show, but it was a little more grown up. So probably more around your age. You hit it pretty pretty good. Same yeah. with the X-Men series, you know. I mean, I like the visuals and stuff, but like as far as the deeper storylines, I wasn't really part of. I, will, I guess you I could will say. admit I will admit that you're right about that. That is hard for like a freaking 8-year-old to like follow along with that story uh, because mm-hmm. cuz Spider-Man and uh X-Men were both chronological. Like I mean, they were right. like e- each week you watched for the next episode because it was part 1, part 2, part 3 yep. and you're like, "Holy crap, you know, Spider-Man more than X-Men, really." Um because they had whole seasons where it was like episode 1 of the Venom saga, you know, or yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like anyway, but um yeah, Doctor Strange was just pretty cool to me. I liked the concept of how he was a doctor, he's arrogant, all that, a lot like Tony Stark, genius 
crashes, mm-hmm. his hands are messed up, to and he'll do anything in the world to get his hands back because that was his whole living, his whole part of just to be himself. Mm-hmm. And the only way he can do that is through the sorcery, and then he becomes like you know the supreme sorcerer of all you know mm-hmm. of a Marvel universe. So it's my number ten for that reason. Now uh, you just said your number nine. Let me go ahead and just touch on the yeah. Guardians for me real quick. Sorry, um, no, that's fine. I was discussing Guardians of the Galaxy 2 just the other day, and I forgot how good it actually is. It's my number nine. Um, You mentioned already the moment when Ego is like, of course, that's when I had to kill your mother. And when you Mm -hmm. see Star-Lord's face, he's under that trance at the moment. Yeah, he's got his eyes are all funky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And whenever he, like, his love for his mom. He kind of goes, he goes, what? Yeah, it's like, oh, oh gosh. I mean, I got, I just got goosebumps. Like, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. the music starts to slowly fade up, and mm-hmm. then you knew that that battle was fixing to take place. And the, uh, I think the heart is what I love so much about the Guardians. Um, there's a lot of heart in it, mm-hmm. and for as much as they pick at each other and stuff, they that you know, you know that they're they're in it for each other. They're a team and everything. Sure. And, uh, rocket was really cool, and and you know how he took on all those guys in the woods. Remember that scene where he like he said he yeah. pretty much picks apart the entire like the yeah, he's like running around the, the trees and yep, stuff. Yep, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, and explosives and guns and all that. Uh-huh. Uh, so all I wish Groot was uh more in the movie. Of course, Baby Groot was it is what it is. Like that becomes kind of like the Baby Yoda thing, where it's kind of like annoying. But, it's just there for it's just there for kind of the cute factor and there you go right and there. to sell toys. Yep, you know. So which, I'm glad that he's. I'm glad we're finally getting out of that stage. But at the same time, are we ever going to have another Guardians because Batista's leaving, Bradley Cooper's leaving? You know. Which I, did you see? Um, just to kind of touch on how Groot ends up. You know, um, he uh, he's he's you know the big skinny like teenager last time we saw him, but then in the holiday special. And then in volume three, he's this big kind of football player looking. Yeah, yeah. So he's like a linebacker, yeah. So the uh so the theory, the the leading theory on that, and I thought this was kind of interesting, and and this is also kind of reflected in the volume three trailer. Um, he's kind of got more defensive capabilities to help, and this is cheesy, but to help protect his his friends because sure. because the original Groot, you know, he protected them. When he died, but he, you know, he, he didn't, he wasn't beefed up enough to survive the, you know, what happened. Um, and that's, that was another thing though, that really was hard for me to understand is like wh- how they were saying that this baby Groot is the other Groot's son. Like I always kind of thought it was just like Groot reincarnated and he had remembered all this stuff, but they're making it, you know, I've never his heard son that. now. I never yeah. heard that, but um, it is what it is. But, yeah. um, uh, yeah, like, uh, I mean, of course, the, the last thing I'll say about Guardians 2 is that the Yondu stuff is just, oh, you can't, you, you can't touch yeah. it, man. It's just, yeah. it, it is, it, it is, you know, where have you not heard the I'm Mary Poppins, y'all? You know, well, and, yeah, and that, which uh, I mean, even that, even that wasn't even, I mean, the big thing was, you know, I may not, what does he oh, said? Uh, he I may not he, be he your father. Been, he goes, he's, he might have been your father, but he ain't your daddy. Yeah, and and then when he's carrying him up there to where there's no oxygen, yeah, he knew what he was doing, and he got to get that ravager, 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 
Ravager. He got yeah. to get that Ravager funeral that he always wanted. That mm-hmm. they, t- they told him earlier in the movie. Obviously, it was foreshadowing. They told him in the movie that you're never going to have that funeral, and then they end up giving it to him because of how mm-hmm. he went out like a champ, you know. But that was that was pretty hard, man, to watch. That was a, mm-hmm. that was a, that was a good scene and a great ending for Yondu. But that's my number nine. You had it at number ten. So what's your mm-hmm. number nine? Uh, this one's going to disappoint you. You ready? Yep. <laughs> um, I got Winter Soldier as my next wow. one. Um, wow. just I'll tell you, and this is stupid because I shouldn't, I shouldn't put him in this corner, but I just, I feel like, I feel like Bucky Barnes is just a little baby. Well, he wasn't at Winter Winter Soldier. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I say baby, I mean like he's just easily corruptible. Everybody just tells him what to do, and he does it. And he's supposed to be this super ba dude, and I just, oh, I just. I, I'm oh. confused. Like, don't you you knew you do know that he fell into like an ice hole like down in the Yes, yes. And, so and I mean, like Hydra, Hydra took him and brainwashed him. I get in the whole activation thing. Yes, I know. I'm aware of all that. And and again, don't get me wrong, it it it's not a bad movie. It's just not one that I'm gonna go back and be like, Oh yeah, this is great. Like I will say when he turned around and caught uh, Captain America's shield, that was a pretty big Oh no, you know. Um yeah. I don't know. It's just it just wasn't it wasn't my favorite. It mm. wasn't my favorite. I know that well, one, that one, I know, because I know you really enjoyed that one. Well, you know, well, well I guess uh we got kind of we got flip-flopped here. Do you want to go ahead and do your number eight or you want me to go do my own not my number eight? Um mine's Ant Man, so we already talked about Ant Man. So did you, um did you have anything and- else to add to it? No, just I mean, you know, it was again, it was good. It was a good origin story. I liked how they how they integrated Scott and Hank. Um, you know, it was it was a perfectly perfectly fine movie. You know, okay. I don't um, know that it even like. There's times where it doesn't even feel like it's a Marvel movie, right? Like it almost like it's a caper. You know, like a like a. Oh yeah, see, I like, like a, a good heist movie though too, but I didn't. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot. What it feels like, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're trying to stop the guy from stealing the 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 data or whatever and they're breaking into the place to make sure he doesn't get it and blah 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 and yeah it's not it's it's almost like it's not even a marvel movie to like the last 30 minutes of it you know or whatever right when they're actually fighting but so what's okay, next uh i'm on number eight you just your number yours. your number your eight number- is okay my number eight is Drum roll. No. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh, I can add that in. Drum roll. Nah, no, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's very um, anticlimactic. Um, number eight is Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh, okay. Uh, there's not a lot that goes on in this movie either, except for towards the end. But just the whole backstory of Steve Rogers, which I never knew growing up. I never was a Captain America guy. You can argue to a degree that I'm still not a Captain America guy. Um, but I thought Chris Evans, even in this very first movie, plays him so well that I don't think I can ever envision anybody else playing him besides like <laughs> Chris Evans. And uh, there's rumors that he's like coming back, but you never, you know, you never really know what you're reading on the internet anymore. Yeah. But uh, I love, you know, like my favorite era to read about and watch documentaries about is World War II. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it kind of, 
it goes in with that, that the fact that he's trying so hard to get enlisted and they won't let him because he's a scrawny little kid. Uh, this is the only time Bucky is actually cool to me. Like you mm-hmm. said earlier, um, I am not a Bucky fan whatsoever. Uh, never have liked him. Never will. Probably not. Anyway, I'm just, <laughs> I'm assuming that. Um, but I thought it was a really cool story. Uh, I love the red skull. Um, I loved Hydra being involved. I love the weaponry of the Tesseract and all the, all that. Um, it, I thought it was a cool movie. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I agree. And but you know, talking about Red Skull, but Hugo Weaving, dude, does he not just burn every bridge he builds? Or uh, what is going on with him? What I what, mean, what are you what are you referring to? Okay, so like he wasn't Red Skull in the Avengers movies. He it was um it was old boy from Walking Dead. Yeah, but that he, might have been just because it was cheaper. He he voiced Megatron in the Transformers movies. Went back and said that was the most ridiculous, stupid thing he's ever done. I don't, um, I don't really disagree with him. <laughs> well, but he just, I mean, like, I'm just, just joking. Why are, you, why are you going back? It's just dogging your, you know, and he wasn't as far as I know, he wasn't in the new matrix, right? No. Oh no. Well, I don't think so. No, he wasn't. It was a different guy. It was, um, okay. uh, who, did, who played him? I don't remember. No, he was not in matrix, uh, resurrection. So yeah, the, the only thing that I will the, the only thing that I will say and and agree with, and this is just like people pit, nitpicking on Captain America: The First Avenger, is how stupid it was. Like that he did everything that he did, but he couldn't just jump out of the plane in the end. I, I you know, like he, why did he have to go down with the plane? Like why couldn't he have just nosedived it and then jumped out? Because he hadn't gotten his powers to where he can. Like you said, hold his shield out and just nosedive into his shield, you know, because oh, that, that he didn't he didn't get those powers till they needed them later in, in yeah, later that was, movies. <laughs> that was the biggest uh that was the biggest flaw to me is like you're just sitting there going, You got this like beautiful woman that you're waiting to go out with, and then you're just gonna nosedive this plane, but you've got to go down with the plane because of your ethics or whatever or morals. <laughs> Come on. That's that's stupid. I get it. Yeah, I get it. So um, uh, right. I love that movie. I love that movie. That's my oh, number yeah. eight. That's my number eight. Uh, You're number okay. seven. Is that right? This is where um, this is where Positive Man comes into play a little bit. Oh boy, my number seven is Civil War. Um, and I'll tell you why for no other reason than just because, because I don't like all the good guys fighting each other. I just they should all be getting along. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> Ben and Colin show at gmail.com. <laughs> I haven't gotten any emails. I haven't got any emails in a long time, so I need to I need to get some. But um don't get me wrong, again, this movie was fantastic. Um but I just uh in the scene and even the fight scene was really good. You know, I mean Captain America, uh, uh Steve uh, Tony, sorry, Tony Rogers on ruse, you know Tony and, Rogers. Tony Rogers, Tony Stark coming down and, and, you know, under ruse and Spider-Man showing up for the first time in the MCU. That was really a big deal. And, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, there was a lot of things to like about it. Don't get me wrong. And I did really enjoy the movie, but it just, it comes in at number seven for me. And I'm sure you'll talk more about it when you name it on yours. So, 
Good lord. We'll revisit it when you when you bring it up. Okay. What was your, uh... Man, that didn't even break your top five. That's that's <sighs> okay. Anyway, uh, my mm-hmm. number seven is Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Uh my, it's number seven because they're it's just a feel-good movie. It's not like too and like it's not too intense or dark by any means because you know, it's mostly comedy. I mean, it starts off, he's in a cage and like, you know, he's making jokes already about like his, <laughs> his predicament or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, the thing is, if I can go into it, accepting that it's going to be that way, I accept it and I move on. But if I go into it thinking like Thor dark world, I'm like, Ooh, mm. it's going to be so dark and depressing and ooh gritty and all this kind of stuff. And then like, it's just like joke after joke and like imitation of captain America and imitation of the, you know, what it just gets old. Like, you know, I like guardians of the galaxy is a great example because I'd never expected what I got. I, 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 had no, I had no idea and walked into it, walked out of it going, it was pretty funny and pretty good. Anyway, sure. we'll get to that later. But, uh, yeah, Thor Ragnarok was, uh, was, was really cool. And then like having, it was Helena, right. And then the sister, um, that was her name, right? No, uh, Hella, Hella. Hella, sorry, Hella, yep. sorry. She was uh, intense as crap, man. Like you were just mm-hmm. like, how is he going to beat her? And it was cool that he found his inner power inside him. He didn't actually need the hammer, you know. Like right. that was that, that was pretty cool. It just well, the, the hammer was just fa- an accessory. When book. she when she saw in the trailer, which was I just I hate this. We talked about this last episode, but you know they they ruined this moment in the trailer. But her just sticking her hand out, stopping that hammer, and it just shattering. You're like, oh my gosh. And like you said, that just lended more more uh, wondering, like, how in the world is he ever gonna stop this chick? Well, they ruined you the know? Hulk in that too. You know, they the the trailers ruined the Hulk appearance in that too. Like he, that could have been a huge, huge oh, yeah. surprise, but they ruined it in the trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. and I get I, I get it. I do understand why they have those moments in a trailer because they want you to be hooked and want you to come to see sure. it. Sure. But dude, just the name alone and just having like a 30 second like Ah, mm-hmm. you know, just like you know, just have him like on the on the rainbow bridge with like his lightning or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's all you got to show. Yeah, and then people right. are gonna be like, "Oh, dude, I gotta go see that." And then yeah. as you're watching it, all of a sudden you're revealed that the Hulk is up here too, and you're like, "This is where he's been the whole time since Ultron." You're like, mm-hmm. "Holy crap!" And the you know, man, I don't know. Anyway, they messed up a few things, I think. But that was that, that's that's your beef with trailers revealing too much. So I agree with you on that. Well, what's interesting? What's interesting too? Just kind of uh, touching on another thing we mentioned about trailers in the last episode was, um, you know, it showed that scene, like you said, when he jumped and slammed his hammer down. He had electricity going all over him. You know, he still had both eyes on the trailer. Oh, did and he? Then in, and then in the actual show, you know, he's missing uh, the one. Right, I never um, noticed so, that. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, that's my number six. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm sorry, my number, number seven. seven. I'm sorry, yep. no, I'm number seven. Your number six is um, Tom Holland's debut in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Holy crap! All right, <laughs> uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a great movie. Um, you know, uh, it's a good, a really good origin story for him. Um, Tom Holland is probably. Uh, man, I really liked Andrew Garfield. I really liked Andrew Garfield. Um, Tom Holland's probably one of the better Spider-Men we've had, if not the best. Um, him and Ned's relationship is great. I'm not super crazy about Zendaya as MJ. Um, she's grown on me. But 
overall um just i mean good it's just it's just a great movie it's just a great movie the whole uh, kill mode thing was really funny um and then of course you know spider-man having that whole you know do i want to do i want to be tony stark's robin or do i want to be my own guy you know i thought that whole dilemma was was intriguing it was just it was just it was a really good movie it was a really good one so number six okay uh my number six is captain america winter soldier okay um i loved the uh you knew it was bucky but you didn't know it was bucky until he revealed himself you know you that was just it was kind of a dumb mystery because you knew it was him but you yeah know, for those that weren't as well informed Verse, yeah. you were just, yeah as well versed in the in the comic book world you were like who could it be uh you know but i I started to really like the dynamic between him and Widow, Black Widow. Um, I'm not a huge Black Widow fan, but I did. I do like the tandem of them together. You know, are you talking about you talking about Steve and? Yes, sorry, Adam, sorry. But, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, Steve Rogers and 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 Black Widow. Gotcha. Uh, they were. I mean, they're. I am thinking of the right movie, right? They're in it like almost ninety percent of it together. Yeah, because the very first, the very first scene, he's. Oh man, that was when they debuted that super cool Captain America costume, the one that was like blue and gray. Man, yeah. like his, like his spec ops. You know, that was a cool costume, man. That was a sweet yeah, so costume. With all the action in that movie and the storyline of Hydra. And you know Robert Redford's a oh, bad guy. Yeah, say, say. yeah. See, see I think thing, you got it so go high on yours. I, I think you missed out like on a lot of well, stuff. That uh, see, yeah, I forgot about like the three helicarriers. That was a big shot, deal. Dude. Um, the museum scene ending, like the museum scene ending, was epic. Like uh, that was cool. You know. Um, um, well, and then and then like you said, the big reveal that it was that shield is Hydra all along. Um, which one thing that they really did that was neat with that was that that reverberated big time on Agents of Shield. I know you didn't watch very much of that, but that became a really big plot line on Agents of Shield. Like whenever that happened, it really shook that show up too. Yeah, right. And so that was really cool that they integrated all that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of you know there were a lot of redeeming features. It just it just wasn't my favorite. Captain America movie, you know, just because I'm not, I, I'm just, I don't, I don't like Bucky. I just don't like Bucky. We get it. You don't have very good taste, but anyway, uh, <laughs> what's your number five? Um, number five is, uh, oh yeah, so we're getting into the, getting into the meat and potatoes now, buddy. Um, these are all from here on out are all movies I will watch if I see it on TV, or if I just don't have anything else to do, I'll just turn it on. These are ones I can rewatch and rewatch. My number five is Captain America, uh, the first Avenger. Um, okay. Because I do, like you said, I do like all that throwback, you know, World War II stuff. Um, I love the whole montage of him being the star spangled man with the plan. You know, I thought that was really cool. Um, I, I just, I just really, I liked seeing him and the, uh, the howling commandos. That was really cool seeing, you know, you didn't get to see very much of it, but what you did get to see of it was pretty neat. Um, I just thought it was a great movie. I liked all the nostalgia stuff. Um, just like I said, because I thought I just think the forties and everything was just a really neat era, you know, to be. I mean, not so much not, not so much during the war, but you know, at the end of it, especially would be would be just a a, a neat time to be alive. Um, so I loved all that stuff. 
I thought, I thought first Avenger was very good. My only beef with that is, and the reason I didn't put it in my top five is because there is very little to no action through three quarters of the movie. Um, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it's, you know, like the first half is him being regular Steve. True. And then somewhere towards the middle, he becomes Steve Rogers, Captain America. Mm-hmm. And then he's selling war bonds. You know, and, yeah. and and he hasn't developed that full character yet of like, oh, I'm going to go see real action. Right. And then when, when Bucky and them get captured, that's when he finally goes over there and kind of just takes charge and becomes the Captain America Marvel knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has like one little thing with the Red Skull and that was it. You know, and then we're mm-hmm. seeing him fly. So the movie was more of a story than it was any kind of action. And that's why I didn't break my top five, but I do love, I do love the movie. And I'm just like you, I'll watch it almost anytime. It just happened to be on like, you know, if I'm watching, you know, a live streaming channel or something, sure. you know, but um, yeah, I, that's not a bad choice, but uh, my number five, and it should have been your top five is Spider-Man homecoming with Tom Holland okay. and Michael Keaton. And uh, what's his name? John Favreau. And mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Is he in the first one? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm a little opposite of you though. I'm not crazy about the Ned guy. Not really. Especially by No Way Home. I'm ready for him to go. I'm get out of here. Uh, uh, what's her name? MJ. Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya. Yeah. Uh, the not crazy about her either. So like his surrounding cast, not like enthusiastically loving. Sure. Uh, I do love his Aunt May. I thought she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Uh, she still looks pretty good, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, for, uh, I mean, for her age, um, she, she's, she's upper upper 50s, I think. Is oh, that right? sure. Probably, yeah. Every bit of it. Um, my biggest problem with the Spider-Man in general is... <laughs> for every like, bit of Oh, yeah. Every every bit of it. <laughs> well, you know, I, know, I know what you mean. I'm just teasing. Go ahead. She wouldn't. She wouldn't have to convince me too much. Anyway, um, (laughs) uh, my problem with the Spider-Man story and the movies anyway, when we're talking about Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, too many Mm -hmm. freaking people find out that he's Peter Parker. I I get, I, I get beyond sick of that. And I, and I think what's so beautiful about no way home. And we're not, we're not talking about that tonight, obviously, but I love how nobody knows who he is now. I love that. And I and they're just going to I know I know they're going to spoil it all over again. Yeah. But but I do love that in this new current universe nobody knows who Peter Parker is. I mean sorry, right. well, nobody knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And uh I'm just I'm so sick of like being like I, I like you girl. Oh, uh, I'm I'm Peter Parker. You know, like I just I I, yeah. I, get, I get so tired of that. You were talking about Tom Holland being a good the best overall. Um I agree with that to a degree. I think Toby Maguire was a really good Peter Parker, not so great yeah. Spider-Man. I think Andrew Garfield was a really good Spider-Man, not the greatest Peter Parker. Right. And then you have Tom Holland who's pretty much a little bit of both and you you know uh it's just kind of like when you're watching the batman movies you know like michael keaton he was the best all around uh, and then you had like some people say ben affleck's a good bruce wayne but he's not a good batman and same thing with uh, uh christian, christian bale. bale was christian bale was an amazing uh bruce wayne but the only thing wrong with his batman was his voice choice like yeah. the, the you know other than that he would have been 
you know, up there with Michael Keaton sure. as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, back to the homecoming thing. Um, Michael Keaton playing a bad guy was just awesome. Uh, we're also at the time we're thinking this is a, his origin story, but what we really are watching is like the whole, you know, like the trilogy of his story is his origin mm-hmm. story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love his relationship with Tony Stark, even though it was made up for this movie. And yeah. all, uh, um, he tries so hard. Like, well, you know, the thing that annoyed me though is like, why did they treat him that way? Like, why, why did they, what was that? Hmm. Uh, I don't know if that come through. Go ahead. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, probably one of my kids. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, but why did they, like, why wouldn't they let him do anything? You know, like, you they, they uh, Happy and Robert Downey Jr. were like, always just like, stay at your house. We'll contact well, you. Gotta you think this kid's in high school, man. You don't want him to get hurt. So you just want to, so you just want to throw him in there with Captain America and all of them. Like he, like he got thrown in there and then expect him not to want to do that again. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't, I don't understand where they can't, where they're coming from with that. Like he was trying so hard to just stop robbers and stop, you know, break-ins and things like that. And the happy and Robert and or happy and Tony were both like, no, leave that stuff to regular people, regular cops and stuff. I don't know. I, I felt like they pushed him in the direction of him getting in trouble. Like they didn't do anything to help him. Yeah. But, uh, but I love the simplicity of homecoming because he had to go back to his original, like his, just his sweatshirt outfit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's my number five. Well, which just, and one thing too, like you were saying that, uh, I, I do think Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man himself was really the best. And then the reason I saw a meme the other day was that, that scene in one of the amazing Spider-Man movies, I don't remember which one, when he's Spider-Man, that guy pulls a knife and he's like, Oh no, wait, you found my only weakness, you know, small knives. And I thought that was, you know, really cool. Cause they did give him that sarcastic, well, that's you the know, thing about that's the thing about Spider Man is he's a he's a teenager slash twenty something year old and he's a smart like he's a smart mm-hmm. like he's a he's a witty kid I mean he's a genius and they gradually yeah. got better with that with Tom Holland so they they don't necessarily start off with Tom Holland being as smart yeah he's kind of dorky and almost kind of simple yeah you know yeah I agree with that I agree okay. with that so you're All number right. four all right number four is uh for me is uh the uh, the original iron man the one that started it all um it just there up till then hardly anybody even knew who he was um i did just because i thought he looked cool so i looked up i looked him up a little bit you know and found out about his alcoholism and all that stuff but um you're referring to robert Downey jr or yeah. tony stark yeah. Well, Tony Stark was an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Stark. So, yeah. I see what you're saying. No, Robert Downey Jr. was more into drugs than, uh, than well, Tony he, Stark he, was. He probably but, sipped uh, a little alcohol too, but probably, but no, just, I mean, up until then, you, it was, it was, it, it started at all, man. I mean, there would not be an, an, an MCU as we know it today had Iron Man not had been done so good. Um, you just had the perfect Iron Man. You have a great origin story getting, blown up terrence howard as roadie Rhodes uh was really good and then like the whole you know next time baby you know you're like oh yeah he's gonna be war machine next movie you know and all that stuff i mean it was just it was just a great for me just a great 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 movie and really it kind of felt like after you saw it you know this is the beginning of something huge 
to me, you know, I mean, like it just opened a lot of doors and, and, and it really, really did, um, you know, just look at everything that came past, you know, since then. So that's my number, okay. number four. Well, obviously I'll talk about it. I haven't mentioned it yet in mine. So. Right. Uh, my number four is guardians of the galaxy volume one, the first okay. one. Um, I thought for the time that I was at 2014 or something like that. Um, something like that, I think. Anyway, uh, man, it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was uh, action-packed. I mean, from the get-go. I mean, and what they've done also is they've created this, like, element of soundtrack. You know, like, what's mm-hmm. going to be in this? What's going to be in the soundtrack, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was uh, man, when a movie, like, you know, I, I think I said, like, last episode, I think, like, you can't tell me that three and four and five-year-old kids understand the deep stories of a movie. They just see Spider-Man in his costume or Thor with his hammer. And they're like, Oh, it's Thor. But like, he doesn't know, like he or she doesn't know, like, like my kids, for instance, they don't know what the backstory is. You know, like they're just, they're sitting there like staring at the TV, but they don't really understand what's going on as far as he's trying to save the world, blah, 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 blah. Um, But when your kids are sitting there watching guardians of the galaxy and Star-Lord or Peter Quill is saying goodbye to his mother in the hospital and uh-huh. you're four or five year olds over here crying, <laughs> you know, you know, that movie's impactful, you know, sure. and, uh, um, that was just like the first 15 minutes. Or dude, I mean, yes. That's the first scene of the movie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but it introduces us to space, you know, it's uh-huh. the first, it's the first MCU movie in space and man, uh-huh. do they just, they hit it out of the park. Um, yeah. And again, because I didn't go into it, I didn't look up a single thing about it. No. Went and saw the went and saw the movie, just thoroughly. I loved it. I just I, uh-huh. Drax is Drax is funny. Groot's funny. Um, uh, Rocket, Rocket is awesome yeah. and funny. The the prison scene where they bust out of the prison is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Groot shows how badass he could be. Mm-hmm. Rocket shows how smart he is. Um, I really think that we're preparing for a huge emotional, like, like, uh, nuclear bomb going to hit us for this next one. I think it's going to be kind of the end of the end of an era, you know? Um, I don't think it's going to end well, you know, for I'm the, not, I'm not, I'm not ready. Group. I know I'm not ready. And, and what is that? May is that May? I yeah. Think? Um, yep. But anyway, that's my number four. Uh, it's my number three. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, and then, you know, just echoing everything you said, it, and it also kind of paved the way, I feel like, for maybe the not so serious superhero movie. Um, I agree. And I, I see, you know, like I said, if I, if I know not to expect that, I'm completely okay. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the, it's the swerves that get me where I'm like going into it thinking it's going to be really super serious and then it's not. That's what right. pisses me off, you know. But anyway, go ahead with what you were saying. But no, I mean, you know, because because um, you know, you got to think up till then we'd had, you know, we had Captain America, we'd had Iron Man. Um, when I remember thinking before Guardians come, I was like, man, nobody's gonna like, nobody has even heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody's, it's not gonna be a big thing at all. And it's, you know, and and I, I also kind of wondered. I was like, man, I think this is gonna be their big misstep. You know, because I mean, you got to think Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man had all been pretty big successes, and so now you got Guardians of the Galaxy, something that nobody's ever heard of. You know, coming out, it's supposed to be funny, 
Like, are they out of their minds? Like, what is the what is the thought process going on here? And it really turned into something special. And um, yeah, and I just I I really I also really really enjoyed it. So yeah, it's it's my number. It's my third favorite of the of the Marvel of the Infinity Saga. All right, I agree with you there. I mean, it's it's my number four, so it's close. But uh, my number three is Spider Man: Far From Home. Okay. Um, just continuing on my love for Spider Man, I think. Gosh, it's so so dangerously close because you know, like my hero, my superheroes are Batman, which he's DC. Mm-hmm. But man, when you get in the Marvel universe, I'm a humongous Wolverine fan, but. I think I have to, gosh, I mean, it, it's so hard and it, like, it's a really flip of a coin thing for me, but I think I have to put Spider-Man slightly above Wolverine. And I think he's my favorite Marvel character, you know, of comics, cartoons, movies, whatever, just add it all up, video sure. games, whatever. And he's the epitome of my superheroes for Marvel. Now, after all the films and stuff have come out, Iron Man is obviously like right there with him. Oh yeah, but uh, only because of Robert Downey Jr. Though you know, not because of the cartoons or comic books or anything I've ever seen before. Because nothing, none of that ever like woos me like Robert Downey Jr. does. Mm-hmm. Um, I never have cared for Captain America until Chris Evans, so he's out of the picture. But like Spider Man, Wolverine, X Men, those are my favorite Marvel uh, characters of all time. And and Far From Home, um hits on that again with the whole they 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 start talking about the multiverse you know they introduce that even though he's uh-huh. faking it to get what it, jake gyllenhaal mentions the multiverse but little did he know is actually a real thing and he's making all that up just to get those glasses which again people can find fault with the glasses story like why would tony stark leave his glasses to an 18 year old kid or whatever 17 year old whatever he's supposed to be um you know looking at it what we know now Tony put a lot of stakes on Peter mm-hmm. Parker. I mean, oh, like yeah. he, he, Tony clearly was going to make him the future. So mm-hmm. I do understand the glasses thing, but I thought uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal being the bad guy, being Mysterio, I thought that was a good, uh, a, a good, you know, story. Um, happy Hogan in it again, John Favreau, you know, being mm-hmm. his right hand man. The, the, when he tells him, you know, Tony did all this for you, you know, and Spider-Man's like, oh, you know, and so mm-hmm. then when he goes in the back and he makes his own Spider-Man suit for the first time, mm-hmm. oh, that's epic, dude. It's epic. Oh, yeah. So so it's my number three. I can watch it a thousand times and never get tired of it. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Um, all right. Number so my, num- my number, number two. two. Number two. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, my number two is, uh, is going to be Thor Ragnarok. Um, wow, and that's, okay. that's, and just for me, just because that movie was just fun. It was colorful. Um, I'm a huge, you're being a, you're being a little generous with that. <laughs> well, no, you, well, no, I mean, it was, it was, I know it was, it's yours. You know, I know it's yours, but, and, uh, Ty, you know, I'm a big fan of Taika, uh, up until love and thunder, but I'm a big fan of Taika Waititi. Um, the, the whole, the whole, uh, col- uh not collector. I'm sorry. The, uh, Oh my gosh! What's his? Who is he? The oh, grand, the grandmaster, um, Jeff Goldblum, hilarious. Uh, that was that was great. I'm not a huge Valkyrie fan, but again, just I don't know. Just for me, that movie was just a just a fun action packed movie. I loved all the Hulk stuff. 
Um, him and Hulk's relationship uh, and and interactions and stuff in that one were fantastic. Um, and then, of course, I mean, it just doesn't. The only time that he was ever more badass than when he was on that rainbow bridge, when he just started taking all the people out and that electricity going all over him, was when he did it on Wakanda in Wakanda on uh, Infinity War. But I mean, man, it was just oh, it was just such an epic, epic, epic movie for me, and, and I really I think that it. was I think that was Thor at his height. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Uh, you know, besides Infinity War, but like you know, mm-hmm. Infinity War, he's kind of struggling a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, it, Ragnarok was at his height, and um, I, I don't disagree with you. I just for for the. All the Marvel movies, it just it didn't. Where was it on mine? Like it was top ten. It was like number eight or something like that mm-hmm. for me. But um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I get I get where you're coming from on that. I'm not going to knock you too much, uh, but just because obviously I love the movie too. But my number two is Captain America: Civil War. Okay. And man, oh man, were you dead wrong when you said that you don't want them to fight? <laughs> uh, I freaking love that airport scene and i will just like infinity war and endgame i can watch those wherever the movie is what point it's on tv if it's on youtube or if it's on hulu or whatever or disney plus and it's on and i'm i see it's on i'll watch it that airport scene is a youtube video that i go to just to like i'll be like man i gotta watch that airport scene again it's the first time we get introduced to tom holland spider-man mm-hmm. it's uh, the first time we get to see black panther mm-hmm um, it's well, it's, I mean, it's the first time we really see them all getting a real big battle, too. Really, I mean, like, you know, Vision didn't do a lot in Ultron, even though he was there. I mean, like, right, he, you know, anyway, um, yeah, man, I just uh, Civil War, and I can't stress enough like the division it puts on, even like my marriage, because like we will sit there, we'll watch it, and she'll be like. <laughs> I, I see what Captain America is doing to protect Bucky. And I'm like, absolutely not. There's no way. I mean, I'm, I'm so team Iron Man. It's not even funny. And, yeah. and I love Captain America. Mm-hmm. But shame on him for turning his back on Tony because Tony's just as much a brother as Bucky is. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Oh, my gosh. It's, it frustrates the living crap out of me that, like, anybody would take Captain America's side on that and be like, well, he was just protecting his friend. Well, Tony's his damn friend, too. Well, you're, we're talking talking about about, when, you're talking about when it was Bucky, Tony, and Steve yes, fighting each other. Yeah, yes. I agree. And the fact that he sides with Bucky over him killing his parents. You know, mm-hmm. like you know what was so funny about all that is is too like he goes, he killed my mom. He didn't say nothing about his dad. You know, like that's what as a boy, as a man, we all that's what we would all be like. He killed my mother. You know, like did he kill his dad too though? Absolutely. Yeah. But he I was thinking his but dad Tony was not Tony wasn't close with his dad. Right. We don't get that we don't get that closeness with Tony and his dad until Infinity War or until Endgame, I'm sorry. Um but Man, and then like the epic fight they have it towards the end, where Iron Man is taking on two super soldiers, mm-hmm. and he holds his own. Man, he holds mm-hmm. his own, and it's so freaking awesome. Whenever he's like getting his ass kicked by Captain America, is just pounding on him, breaking his armor and stuff, and he just goes analyzes fight patterns, and then then he's then all of a sudden he just goes gee, like just blocks. Mm-hmm. And the Captain mm-hmm. America's like, uh oh, and then. He, <laughs> man he he beats them like i mean you can you can make that case that iron man defeats 
Bucky and Captain America together. It's that cheap shot of when Bucky starts to grab uh, Iron Man's leg and mm-hmm. distract him. That's when Captain America gets the, gets the upper hand again, and yeah. it's just kind of it was kind of a cheap shot. But I mean, I man, I just I love the intensity of that movie, how it plays out. I, I do wish they actually did the actual Civil War storyline from the comics because that's an epic story itself. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, and of course they were on separate, they were on opposite sides in the comics. Like it was actually Steve that was anti. And Tony, it was pro because mm-hmm. think about it. Tony has nothing to hide. He's already admitted that he's Iron Man, you right. know, but uh, there was just a lot that happens in uh, Civil War. And for that, it's my number two. And I just absolutely freaking love it. So, yeah. All right. Well, um, let's see. So my number one. All right. So my number one Infinity Saga movie. You already know it because I haven't mentioned it yet. Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, the reason I went with that, a lot of that, I mean, obviously, just because it's just an amazing movie. Um, I've been to Venice, and a lot of that movie takes place in Venice, so that was kind of oh, cool. Neat. I didn't know that. So it's kind of neat seeing that. Um, so that was cool. And then, yeah, I mean, just just oh, again, Spider-Man kind of kind of finding his way. And you know, and, and doing it, doing things his way, and then of course you have uh, MJ finding out, um, and then of course all the you know the the element, uh, the elemental, well, uh, the Hydro Man, I guess, which was the you know of course the thing, and then you had oh uh, the guy from Christmas Story, uh, Ralphie, oh was yeah. the main was the main guy. Of course, Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio, and then the fact that he's not really Mysterio, um. I mean, it's just it's just good stuff. It, you had uh, you know, Nick Fury was in it, and, and then of course everybody finding out he was Spider Man at the end with Jameson revealing it to the world. Oh, I forgot about end. that. That's a huge yeah, cliffhanger. Yeah, at the end. that yeah. was that was just. I mean, it was just. I can't think of a more perfect Marvel Cinematic Universe movie um, that didn't have Avengers in the title. Um, it just, I just thought it was just fantastic. I was, I was glued to my seat from the beginning to the end. You know, you kind of got to see, um, uh, now was that, that one took place, that one took place before the blip, right? The only one taking place after the blip was No Way Home, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, but I mean, it was just, I just, I don't know. I just, I really thought it was good. No, I really, really no, thought it was good. No, 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 no. No, what? Far from home is after Endgame. Is it? It's after Endgame. Okay, so so yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I remember loved it. Be, remember because the guy on the bus is like older than him now. Remember that? Like when he left? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they went to that camp, that little camp, and he was like naked in front of. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so it was just, I just, I really enjoyed it. It was just really good stuff. Yeah, I totally forgot about the cliffhanger ending with like a Mysterio revealing that he's Peter yeah. Parker. And the other beautiful thing that I just thought about too was, is like you were like, he's Mysterio, but he's not really Mysterio. They could still introduce another Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the fact of the, that the guy left with all the computer stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So was um, that, was that the Christmas story guy? Yeah, Ralphie. Yeah. He left with all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with, with him being Favreau's buddy, he might be the next Mysterio for all we know. We don't know. 
you know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I'm I'm not uh you know what, Colin, I'm not upset with your top five. Uh, I thought I thought uh, I would uh nitpick it, but you're relatively close to mine. But <laughs> the one mistake you made was the old cliche number one of everybody's that should be is Iron Man the first. The first one. Um you've already hit it when you said that um it started it all. And I think without it, uh, with what followed shortly after, when you had Thor and Captain America and all that, I don't think e- any of the other ones could have rocket launched MCU like Iron Man 1 did. And mm-hmm. technically Iron Man 2 also, because those two came out before anything else did. Mm-hmm. And because of the success of those two, they were like, hey, we got something here. And even the end credit scene you know like when he's like i'm developing a team you know and you're just mm-hmm. like oh my gosh this is mm-hmm. gonna be so i mean like and it's another thing it started the end credit i mean the end credit craze i mean yep. had it been done had it been done before yes but never was it anything that people you know stayed behind intentionally stayed behind to see i have to see the end credit scene on a marvel movie never yeah, before just, had anybody done i just that. don't think they could have picked a better tony stark uh i mean i just can you imagine anybody else you know i i can't even like in a multiverse situation i just don't want to see somebody else playing iron man and i'm sure in our lifetime they'll have another one you know of course well and everybody whispers everybody whispers tom cruise and honestly he probably would have been i think man i think he would have been pretty good he wouldn't have been robert downey jr but i do think he would have been a good second uh you know second choice but Robert Downey Jr. Cruise, is Tom, Tom Cruise is good in Tom Cruise movies. If that makes any sense whatsoever, like yeah. his his movies are handpicked for him, and he really can't pull off much more than what he's already he's found his niche. You know, like yeah, uh, you know those those stunt tacular type like you know who done it, you know Mission Impossible type movies is what he needs to stick with. He's he's great at them. He's great at them. True. So uh, it's not knocking him. It's just the fact that like Robert Downey Jr. was just—I mean, it was just like God made him for this move, this these, <laughs> this role. Um, I love his arrogance as Tony Stark when he just like mm-hmm. you know he gets up there at that podium and he's like, uh, you know, well everybody's wondering what's going on, and he's like, I am Iron Man, you know, and that was the first time anybody revealed who they were, you know, like alter egos. Mm-hmm. There was there, you know, they took it. He took that element out of the picture. Yep. Um, he sure did. I, I, you could argue, you know, if again, we've been kind of going a little bit of the a criticism on each of these picks, but like you can argue that not a lot happens as far as uh, bad guys or whatever. Um, uh, what is his name? Um, crap. Um, his dad's partner. Oh, his, uh, Obadiah Stane. Stane. Yeah, Obadiah Stane. What was the, what was his, uh, Ironmonger? Ironmonger. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't. It just. I hate when they rush that. That's that's my only complaint. Is like I wish he could have been Iron Monger longer than the mm-hmm. last ten. The last ten five minutes of the movie. We know he was the bad guy, but he wasn't Iron Monger until the very right. very end. And man, when he was, though, it was intense. So it was yeah. awesome. For two thousand eight, man, is when that movie came out. You know, that's mm. that's that's crazy. Fifteen years ago. I'm still kind of surprised they never brought Titanium Man. Was it Titanium Man? Is he the? What's the Russian version? There's a Russian Iron Man villain that he goes uh, I against. Don't, I don't know. You're getting out of my realm here. Whiplash. But, 
<laughs> no, I, but anyway, no, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and Ironmonger was good. He was just a beefier version of the Mark II. No, the Mark I. Wasn't even a Mark II. Um, I, no, no, it would have been Mark II because, oh, no, you're right. It is the yeah, Mark I because that's yeah. the Afghanistan one, the one he makes. Yeah. And even that, like that, that's some that's some acting right there with him and that guy that's helping him make the first suit. You know, he sacrifices himself. He runs out there with that, you know, MP5, but he's like, you know, just shooting in the air. He's not shooting anybody, mm-hmm. and they kill him for it. They, you know, and he says, he says, "Earn this," is what he mm-hmm. says to Tony. And I'm just like, man, does yeah. he ever? He earns it, baby. <laughs> it, is, it is awesome, and. uh yeah, like when he's first flying in the in the, the, the armies or the air force, the jets and, yeah, and, and they're like Rody's talking to him. Yeah, yeah. He calls him on his cell phone. He's like, It's me. You know, he eventually is like, Stop shooting at me, you know, or whatever. And when he lands for the first time in Afghanistan and like has all those, you know, he, all the things. I mean, just the well, movie, like you so, said though. So cool, like man. you said, he doesn't he doesn't just say it's me. He's like, he's like, uh yeah, it's me. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, the guy there they're shooting at his B. He's like, I'm yeah. in the suit. I'm in the suit. The suit is <laughs> me. Like, well, I am the suit. Like, well, yeah. And what what did it uh what did Terrence Howard when he said he said uh he said, What is that? What is that sound? He said, Oh, I'm I'm driving through Malibu. And yeah. he says, with, with the top down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great, man. Yeah, it's uh it Man, I don't know, man. I'm just Iron Man one. It's the pioneer. It's the it's the granddaddy of them all. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that that's what they decided to start it with because I think anything else I would have been like, okay, you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 okay with it, but whatever. But Iron Man one, you're just like boom, right out of the park. It just just awesome. So yeah, I agree. That's, uh, that's our rankings of the 19 non Avengers movies. Now let's talk about the, the big four, four, the big four. And yep. the reason I excluded those is because they are so freaking good that you can't really put those in the other 19. I don't think, you know, we're going to have the same, li- we're going to have the same list here. I, I think. don't think so. I think you're going to be surprised. Oh, good. So my number four is age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it could have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, it's still pretty awesome and entertaining. Well, you have the great them. scene. They had the great scene of all them pull, trying to uh, hold Mjolnir. Yep, that was pretty cool. And Steve just barely moves it, and you know Thor mm-hmm. kind of gets a little bit nervous, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, and then, of course, you know you have the whole uh, Pinocchio parallel uh, that James Spader says, you know, when he's yep. when he comes up and he's all that. No fun. strings on me. Yeah, man. They, so they just they, they just could they could have done more with Ultron. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I just I don't think it was uh I don't think it was impactful enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and the fact they just immediately killed off Quicksilver, like just you know, boom, he's dead. Yeah. But uh yeah, he could have stuck around longer, I agree. Yeah. And then anyway, uh that's my number four. Is that your number four? Well, listen, actually, since you mentioned Quicksilver, just a little aside, I heard today that uh, Aaron, Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson's people met with the James Bond people. So I think that they're looking guy at him. playing James Bond? Uh-huh. I don't know about that. Is he well, British? did you see him? Yeah, did you see him on Bullet Train? No. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, he played that's tan- Tangerine. That's about the first 10 minutes I could stand in that movie. <laughs> okay. Your number one of all time, number but one anyway. action movie, baby. Oh, but yeah, anyway. no. But anyway, so they're they're eyeballing him for James Bond, which I, I mean, you know, whatever. 
you know. I guess just as just as long as it's somebody that'll do a good job, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Right, but know. anyway, yeah, that's that's my number four. So what's your number three? Avengers one. Yep. The first one. Yep. Um I uh I don't think enough is said about that one though. It it's if <laughs> if you didn't have Endgame and Infinity War, I, I don't think uh it gets much better than Avengers. Well, no, you had that whole, I mean, you had the whole Chitauri battle, the battle of New York at the end, which even, which the movie, the thing that I thought was kind of interesting about that one is it felt self-contained to me. Like there was no, like the only thing that, that it led up to was it, you know, like you didn't, I mean, in in the, well, so like when the Avengers come out, the very first one, the Chitari invasion was over. You didn't have any. It didn't like lend itself to a sequel right away. You had no idea what they could possibly be doing next. I mean, yeah, you kind of had a little bit of a Thanos tease, I guess, but you had a very big Thanos tease. He was the guy well, in the you chair know, up there. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, like, like it didn't leave you like on a big cliffhanger. Like, I feel like all the other ones up or since then has always had you know this little kind of a cliffhanger thing where it's like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, I just felt like I just felt like Avengers was just a big open and shut movie, um, which was great. I'm not complaining at all. It had again, it had uh, great humor. I hate that they killed Coulson because I thought he was a good comic relief character, you know. And how do they explain and, that uh, Agents of Shield? He went to Tahiti, um, and if I remember right, they basically rejuvenated him. Um, in some kind, they put scroll. I want to say they put scroll DNA in him too, so he's kind of part that. I didn't finish Agents of Shield, but I got that far. It was like an experimental thing. I think they put part scroll into him. Something I don't know, but I really like Clark Gregg, so yeah, I hated I, to, I, I hated to see him go. Well, um, at that but, point, he was the only person that had been in every movie. I think he had been yeah. in every single one of them leading. Well, up he's the C three PO. He's the C three PO R two D two of of. Avengers movies, you know, he, well, he could argue it could be Nick Fury, but yeah, I get what you're saying there. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, Avengers one, it was just it, the, the, when they all get on the airship and they're arguing and, uh, they're going, they're bickering back and forth. And, um, Steve Rogers says to Tony, he goes, you're, yeah, you're going to lay on the wire, you know, and that's exactly what Iron Man did. <laughs> he sacrificed mm-hmm. himself, you know, like, he sacrificed himself to save everybody in the world. And he ends up doing that multiple times, you know, as we find out, obviously, you know, uh, yeah. but he did the exact opposite of what Steve Rogers was like, like spitting in his face about, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Avengers. The first is my number three. Well, that was the whole, that was the whole where they did the scene. What are you after you take that suit of armor off, you know? Yeah, and you know, yeah, and and that they, you know, that that he he became so much more than that as the series. I love how I love how he has a little shocking thing. He pokes Bruce Banner with it a couple times. You know, he stares real close. He's like, he's like looking in his eyes. He's like, yeah, nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's that's funny. He's trying to poke and prod him to get him to turn into the. But what was so cool about that? Oh man, we're even forgetting the uh, fight in the woods too. Like that was man, the fight in the woods. Oh, with was Thor, so epic. Yeah, he's with like, Thor and yeah. Does mother know you weareth her drapes? You know, 
And I mean, even there, Iron Man kind of takes it to him. I mean, like he tries anyway, you know, I mean, he's, I'm not going to say he would have won that fight, but he stood his own, you know, well, and seeing a, that also a God and a super soldier and seeing that also, um, it's also another thing. And, and, and this is what I think is kind of cool. I don't know if necessarily the filmmakers intend for this, but, but the internet picks up on this sort of thing, you know, when Thor was electrocuting Iron Man in that one, it just screwed him up. But then you'll notice uh, in um, Infinity no, War. No, no, it supercharges suit. Remember? Did it in that one? Yeah, he got because he he start, he shoots him with lightning and, and the the suit goes power it now four hundred percent. And he goes, well, how about that? And then that's when he starts to kick oh. Thor's butt. Like he starts he starts kicking Thor's butt really good. Then oh wait, because Iron Man two came out before Avengers, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting my villains mixed up. But when Whiplash was overcharging Iron Man, there you so go. There you that's go. when he got all jacked up. So yes. then it kind of shows the the growth of that character. You know, yes. that's yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought that was yeah. that was a neat. I guess he didn't even know that he had done those adjustments or whatever. You know, but um, anyway, this is where we're going to differ. Okay, on number two. On number two, my number two is Endgame. Ah, shoot, you're nuts. But go ahead. Why is that? Uh, my number two is in game because it is nothing but dark, pure emotion. The whole movie. So um, why is that your number two then? Hold on. Hold on. I'm not done. Okay. Sorry. I absolutely. I I just it makes me sick to my stomach what they do with the Hulk in Endgame. I hate Professor Hulk. I don't like it. Um, I, you know, uh, that ruined a lot for me. Um, there's some glaring, unavoidable um, edit mistakes they did in the big, huge final battle. There's two Ant-Mans out there, and there's so easily they could have avoided that. But uh, that bothers yeah. me for some reason. I agree with that. I don't know. And also, like, during the final battle... I'm not really sure why is Dr. Strange like holding that water up there for so long? Why couldn't he have just pushed it off? You know, like, I, I don't know. Like he just like Tony knew Tony knew what it was going to take to stop Thanos. And he goes, is this your one way? And he's like, if I tell you, it won't, it won't happen. And like, right at that moment, Tony looks at him. He's just like, I'm going to have to die. I mean, in his head, he's like, he knows I mean, he did. He prepared for it, like you mm -hmm. know. It was so it was so genius because he made he made his Iron Man nanotech able to do the gauntlet, right? You know, and and what's so great about it is is none of us saw it coming the very first time, but the second time you watch the movie, you can hear the stones leave Thanos and go really? to Iron Man. Yeah, you can hear it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like you can hear them like moving, and. You know, Thanos is in the middle of hitting Tony that he didn't hear it, you know, like, and that's what it, he didn't even like. He wasn't even trying to, like, do nothing to Thanos. He was just purely getting those stones off. That's all he was mm -hmm. doing. But uh, I love, too, how, like, uh, Captain Marvel tries to, you know, she's trying to break his fingers and she starts to bend them back. And Thanos was so smart to take the power stone mm -hmm. out and hit her. That yep. was genius. I mean, it was, yeah, it was a good move. Uh, if it wasn't for the, um, just the overall like kind of like gloominess of Endgame, it would be my number one. But 
I dare you and challenge you to find a single boring thing wrong with Infinity War. Infinity War is number one. Start to finish, that movie is kick-ass. So good. So good. There, There's only one moment in the entire movie where you can take a bathroom break or pause it and walk away, and that's in France or wherever they are. When, With Wanda and Vision. Yep, that's it. That is it. <laughs> that is the only scene in the entire movie that's not 10 out of 10. I mean, that's I why that. I say... That's why I say Infinity War is better than Endgame, and that's why I'm I'm sticking with that. And I thought it was a I thought it was a bold statement at first, and then I the more I the more the wheels turn, I'm like you know Endgame was Endgame is a ten out of ten, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I know Infinity War is too. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a it's just a preference of like, do you like all the battles and stuff? Because there's a lot more battle in in, in Infinity War. Yeah. The See, I'm Endgame, surprised. So I'm surprised you're not. I'm surprised though that you liked uh well I, i'm surprised to hear you say that you didn't care for the gloominess of endgame because you're such a empire strikes back fan as opposed to return of the jedi but i guess now i think about it infinity war ends on a downer oh dude obviously with everybody huge you know downer huge downer huge cliffhanger and like which one one thing i thought and was I also really go neat. back I also go back to the theater moment when i'm like you know, we look at each other and we're just like, we have to wait a year to find out what happens uh-huh. now. And like, um, we did not envision it ending that way. We were like, holy crap. Like it, it, I don't know, man. Go ahead. Which one thing, one thing I thought was really neat um, is, you know, whenever they showed the Marvel uh, Studios logo on Endgame after the blip, uh, of course, only half the, you know, Avengers were in it. But one thing that I didn't notice at the time was that the they were playing the uh, Avengers theme song and only half of the orchestra was being oh, used. Huh, and I thought that neat. was kind of a that was kind of a neat detail. Um, but I mean, for me, and I think the same again, the same reason that Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie as opposed to Empire. The same reason is the same reason Endgame is my favorite movie as opposed to Infinity War. It just wraps everything up. Um, where did that half orchestra thing come in? I, I don't know when that happened. At happens. the very so at the very beginning of Endgame, um, it has a, a version of the uh, you know when it says Marvel Studios, the Marvel Studios logo. Endgame you know. starts off with uh, "Dear Mr. Fantasy." It doesn't have any music at the beginning of it. It, it it's at some point it does. I'm telling you, at some point it does. I'm telling you, it does. But I anyway, I think you're wrong on that. Okay. Well, I, we'll because, have to go back and fact check it. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to look. I'll fire it up here in just a second, son. I get. <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's it's Mr. Dear Mister Fantasy is what it's playing because it goes right to the uh, the ship with the uh, what's her name and and Tony. Um, like even during the even during the little Marvel scene, it's it's playing. Dear Mister Fantasy, yeah, like it's yeah. I don't. There is no Marvel music in the beginning of that. And and then Infinity War opens up with all the distress calls from the Asgardians. There's no music in that either. Both openings are not typical Marvel openings. We're gonna have to check it when we get off here because I yeah I was gonna say I'm gonna challenge you on that. I think you're wrong. Challenge you. I'm gonna challenge you on that. All right, but uh, again, Infinity War also gives you that moment of like, holy crap, he's fixing to kill Tony Stark right here, right now. 
instead of in game when you knew it was coming, like you knew either him or Cap was going to, that was it. Yeah. You know, you knew. Yeah. You're yeah. like, okay, everybody got saved in the first one. Not everybody's going to make it through the second one. And I still think it would have been more impactful to kill Cap too. But yeah, oh, yeah. I, get, I get it. And, and I also, uh, my big complaint too with Endgame is I really, 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 really think it was a better send off for Tony if they would have kept the kneeling in, not the oh. You know, they can for those little... of you that yeah, for those of you that don't know, there is a deleted scene from Endgame where as Tony's laying there dying slash just died, all the heroes kind of walk up and gather around him and take a knee. Um, you know, kind of bow their heads, I guess. And that was that was pretty special. It was kind of a funeral scene before the funeral scene. And that's why they didn't do it. They said it they, yeah. they didn't want two they didn't want two funeral scenes. And I was like, what <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see the harm in the the kneeling thing. I think that was so like awesome that you had gods, you had robots, you had space people. They were all kneeling for one Earth man. You know, like it was just, I don't know. It was pretty cool, man. I, I, well, I just, you want to know uh, something stupid? You know something stupid? It didn't occur to me really until like I guess later that Hulk actually did make a snap wish. Isn't that dumb? Why that didn't occur to me? What do you mean? Like when when he did the snap, he actually, I he actually did do something. He brought everybody back. Yeah, but yeah, I guess I guess just because Thanos was still there, I didn't really make the connection that he. Why didn't he just get rid of Thanos during his snap? <laughs> well, you know? I get your point there, but like Tony makes a statement of like, just bring everybody back. That's all we're doing. Bring everybody back. Yeah, that they had the impression they'd already killed Thanos. If you remember, right. Yeah, which, he, they, he just, which they did. They killed that that yeah. universe or that he came from the past. Yeah, yep. yep. So yeah, it, it was so well written too, dude. Like you were just like, oh, you know what? Hmm. We're both wrong about Endgame. I just watched okay. it on my on my phone. It starts off with Hawkeye. You can't see it, but yeah, it starts but... off with, with with Hawkeye and his daughter, but. Okay, but then what about the Marvel logo? Okay, hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm He's trying checking to it out, the, folks. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I know this is a really bad ending here. We're <laughs> we're trying to end the episode, but oh no, don't worry. Uh, I haven't told my joke yet, so just wait. Oh, okay. Well, like you know, Ant Man sitting, not <laughs> Ant Man, Hawkeye sitting there with. Oh, by the way, what about Jeremy Jeremy Renner, man? Oh yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but he's he's doing okay though. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, stable, critical but stable. I think is what you're right. saying. All right, so he's she's shooting the arrow. He's asking what hot dog he wants, and then all of a sudden, then you hear like thunder, like as the as they float yeah. away to ashes. He looks over and you hear thunder. All right, hang on, let's see. See, can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. All right, here we go. It's, he's looking. He's 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 looking for him. Oh, this is so I, funny. I'm pretty sure all you hear is thunder, and then it goes right into Dear Mr. Fantasy. But, okay. I, again, you are Mr. Executive that's Producer. Just I, that's just what I heard. It seems like I, I, I don't know. Now you're. I think you made all this up, Colin. I hope not, because that'd be really cool if that's what they did. I mean, it is a cool thought, but when, when you were talking about that, I was like, no, that doesn't happen. Okay, up. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was right. I can't hear it. 
You want to hear the guitars? There it is. Now I hear it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Don't play too much. Uh, we'll have to pay for the copyright. Because <laughs> we're making so many, much money off this stuff. Yeah, baby. Look out. We're breaking bank here. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that it started with uh, Hawkeye, but I knew the oh, first yeah. music that was played was Dear Mr. Fantasy, and I thought that was a cool but weird choice. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Because remember, well, it kind of lends itself to the lends itself to the Guardians of the Galaxy aesthetic a little bit. You know, you when know? I had the phone up to the thing and we're doing the Zoom, it said, "Are you playing music up at the top?" Did oh, you, that, that's weird. And then, like it, like it was wanting to do Shazam or whatever, where it tries to guess the song or whatever. All right, well, so you would have had Infinity War then in game. That's how you would have done it. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's just kind of lends itself more to my appreciating the end of of series instead of the lead up you know it's why i liked revenge of the sith it's why i liked return of the jedi it's like it was why i liked return of the king it's why i liked end game <sighs> well wraps it all up i'm glad you like it because you're never going to get the quality that you got it's over yeah. buddy it's all, all downhill from here everybody makes a big deal about shang chi and the rings and all that crap it's well sucks. unless unless with uh and the only the only thing is if they do secret wars and they bring back all of those people Maybe. I don't want them. I don't want them to because that lessens Infinity War and Endgame. Does it not? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it does. But I mean, I guess you know, time will tell. I don't think there's any question that it lessens the value of Endgame. When if you bring Tony back, I'll squeal like a little third grade girl. <laughs> but at the same time, my heart will break because that means Infinity War and Endgame are not as good as they used to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. You're right. So, but all right. Well, well thank you. I oh, hope you enjoyed joke. this. I gotta tell my joke. Uh, I gotta tell my super joke. Super sized episode here. Super, super duper sized episode. Um, yeah, there's no so, way we hung on to everybody. No. So that's why I can go ahead and tell it and nobody will care. But anyway, uh, okay. So again, like I said last time, I've started this tradition. I tell a, uh, I tell a stupid joke at the end and I kind of, I kind of like these. All right. So, um, so this one, are you ready, Ben? I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I used to work in a pizza shop. Uh, it didn't pay much, but I needed the dough. That's Ben and Collins show at gmail.com. Thanks for uh, hopefully at least listening to half of the episode, folks. And uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, I got a really good Easter themed one, but I'm saving it for Easter. So. Uh, but anyway, we can't wait. We're waiting. I know. We're waiting with what is it called? Baited, baited, breath or baited breath. Uh, yeah. cool. But anyway, yes. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us this long. If you're even still here, um, I promise we won't do as deep a dive into anything next week. Um, so, uh, but um, if if you have joined us this long, thank you. If not, then that's fine. We'll hopefully see you next week. Um, again, any comments, feedback, all that stuff, leave it on uh, mine or Ben's Facebook page. Or um, Ben and Collins show at gmail.com. Uh, we're still on Twitter at two guys in a pod. Uh, I don't post as much on that as I should. I, I, just, I, I don't know why I just can't think of stuff to post except for watch the show. Um, but, um, but yeah, hit us up on there if you have anything else to say. Um, other than that, I think that's it, right? Yeah, I'm so, pretty much out of stuff to say about Marvel right now. So, uh, I love you all. I love you all 3000, uh, Ben, you're okay. We'll see you next week. Thanks.